Seisha here. I am so excited that you're joining us to hear the tales of the BFGs on D4. Welcome to D4. Uh, where I, Devin. And I, Dustin, Codium, a fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Hooray! Yes! Hooray! Uh, so, yeah, we have a um, pretty fun guest tonight. Yeah. You, you love her. She trips all over the place, but tends to usually end up on top because, you know, luck. But please welcome, or we are happy to welcome Ray Berry tonight as the lovable Petunia Potts, uh, who will be joining us at a dramatically appropriate moment. Bum, bum. Oh. Um, uh, let's hear from our sponsors. <laughs> Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. You've heard me rhyme, tell you everything about it. I've, I've exhausted my options. But fear not, for today we are giving away another courtesy of D and Beyond. Put a hashtag Beyond in the chat. Pre-order now comes out September fifteenth. What do you need else? Do you need to know? Look at that cover. What is on that cover? Some type of snow owl bear monstrosity, or is it a man cave? A man thing. Think about that. All right, you can find out. Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Get it. Hashtag beyond. Do it. Don't be a pansy. Do it now. Are you done? Do it! <laughs> so, I'm here to talk to you about the wonderful, wonderful things that have happened this weekend during the virtual Gen Con at the Beetle and Grimm virtual booth. It was absolutely hilarious. They had their drunken mailbag on Friday. They had big announcements on Thursday. On Saturday, they had a very special visit from the uh, shipping goblins, the head shipping goblins for Beetle and Grimm. And uh, over the course of this weekend, we learned about some amazing things. Number one, they announced that they are doing a Curse of Strahd legendary box. This is going to be available through their website. So head on over there, get yours. They're 10% off today. Um, the sale lasts through today. So you're going to want to get in on that now if, if you're interested. There are less than 100 Rime of the Frost Maiden Platinum Edition boxes left, and they do not do reprints on Platinum Edition boxes. So if you're interested in getting one, get in on that. It's also probably, yeah, it is also 10% off because everything in their store is 10% off. Um, and they've announced a bunch of other new projects. If you go to their Twitter feed, which is Beetle and Grimm's at, at Beetle and Grimm's on Twitter, you can check out all the neat stuff that they've got going. But yeah, it was, it was a fabulous weekend on Beetle and Grimm's channel. If you have the time, I strongly recommend you go check out the uh, video on demand of what they did because hilarity ensued. And that's, yeah, Beetle and Grimm. Hey. Do you have a, have a tabletop game of your own where you want to have a cool miniature to represent your awesome characters and you don't know where to go to get your awesome miniature to represent your awesome characters, which are super awesome? The most awesome place to go, of course, is Eldritch Foundry. We can have your own awesome miniature and your own awesome campaign with its own awesome little things like weapons and wings and tails and all sorts of really fun stuff. And if you're super awesome and have your own 3D printer, which I am not that awesome, but maybe you are at home, you can get the STLs save yourself a little bit of money and print them out yourself after you create them. It's pretty amazing. It's a fantastic deal. I 100% you recommend you check out you, uh, your Eldritch Foundry for your own awesome miniature for your own awesome game. And wouldn't that be awesome? Take it away. Awesome. 
Awesome. Oh, and remember, you can do hashtag Eldritch to, uh, we're doing that today, correct? Yes, hashtag Eldritch to get your own awesome miniature today. If you're looking for an awesome chance to get one, this is the most awesome way to do it. All right, that's it. <laughs> Counted at least 16 awesomes there, man. Mm, mm, mm. I, I almost forgot. Next week. Curse of Stradbox has finger puppets. <laughs> very, important. very important. Yeah. Very important. Sorry. And Go on, Katie. Let me fix my laptop deck. Anyways, you want to know what doesn't need fixing? Rock Punch ATL, because it's perfect. Okay? So just get on and watch that shit. All right? Watch some videos. Watch us play Dungeons and Dragons. Watch their streams. You like games? Duh. You like movies and stuff? Like, yeah. Like, you like Dungeons and Dragons. So, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Watch all of it now. Come on, get with the program. Dan, that's my cat. <laughs> you know what also is awesome and doesn't need any fixing? D4DND.com, where we sell all of our beautiful merch. Like the beautiful shot shirt on Goblin's chest. <laughs> we also have wine glasses, mugs, pint glasses. I say it every week, and I'm going to continue to say it because it's everything your heart could desire. Also, it helps support the lovely merch moms who made me this for my birthday. It's beautiful. It. I thank them. That is All awesome. Right. <laughs> All Reminds right. me of when I would rename myself Rainbow on the kindergarten playground. <laughs> uh, and um, if you have a moment uh, to check out Dark Matter Starter Kit on Kickstarter, they are an incredible uh, group over at Mage Hand uh, Press that are putting out a fun sci-fi uh, 5e supplement that is super awesome and looks super fun. Uh, so uh, check that out if you have a chance. And without further ado, let's immerse ourselves into the Chronicles of D4. Hey everyone, and we're back. So, uh, last time on D4, the party found themselves within the overgrown Feywilds 
of the city of the dead in a mirrored city on a beer. And just as Nebula, this star spawn entity made of stardust with a mouth that encapsulates the entirety of the, her torso, disappears when they save Vinley, who had been taken only moments earlier. There would their friend, a halfling man known as Freely, another agent of Averin. And as they go to leave, Freely sneaks to the side to catch their flank in order to make sure that no one ambushes them. As Seisha notices that he disappears behind a couple of trees. While investigating, they encounter a Lampad nymph that protects the realm of the Feywild and is known to usher Fey souls that have passed to the Raven Queen within the Shadowfell. When they, Seisha, um, as they've tried to figure out where to go from there, uses a little bit of her waning magic to ask Agma for guidance when she used augury, which pointed in the direction of the Blackstaff Tower. When they get there, it's different. It's tall instead of short. And then when they walk up flights and flights of stairs, they come to a door where a disgruntled man tells them to go away. Vinley announces herself as a member of Force Grey, and the door opens to reveal the very first Blackstaff, Kelvin Aronson husband of the open Lord of Waterdeep, Laurel Silverhand. And as they look in, they see a sociogram of pages and arcane script and everything that just looks like madman scrawlings over a hundred years of how he is trapped within the world of a beer and looking for a way to return as his magic is gone and he is no longer connected to Mistra. Looking for a way out, Kelvin informs them of a friend he has, a water genasi, that knows of a portal back to Toral through the use of a wormhole created by Io, the celestial dragon, during the ages of Tearfall. They headed to a lighthouse just off the docks and on the other side, on the other side of the docks of Waterdeep Harbor where they dropped a message that Kelvin wrote for them. They were able to take a short rest while they catch their breath from the fight that took place not that not too long ago with Nebula and the other Starspawn. And as the door flung open, a water genasi who called himself Aliquin introduced himself and told them that he could absolutely help take them to a wormhole as he visits one once a month to visit his family on Toral. Uh, they make their way out of the city and across the very short plains, not filled with uh, a bunch of farmland, but <clears throat> into the Vayamniri forest, the Vayamniri being this world's dragonborn. And through the forest, they encounter many primitive traps laid by the Vayamniri and other uh, problems <laughs> in the forest, such as quick mud and razor vines and other things, but what is most troubling is this old ancient obelisk shrine that oozes black ichor as they hear whispers. Some of them delve deeper to hear the chanting of drink, drink, drink. And as this does, Harold 
loses his mind a little bit as he becomes extremely emotional and then apathetic. No emotion whatsoever. And as this goes on for 10 or so minutes, the party pushes on as Alequin says that they should find a place to rest as they do not want to travel at night in this forest or up into the charred moor. Yeah. The forest at least has some <clears throat> canopy hiding, but as they're waiting throughout the night, they encounter strange aberration creatures of these ram or goat-like creatures, long and spindly with no faces as flesh has grown over and four horns protrude from their uh, head. The gallop on spindly arms and legs through the forest, charging at them, uh, erupting, erupting um, entangling tentacle-like vines that wrap around Seisha and Alequin as the others fight them off. They are defeated, and the group goes back to sleep for the night, mostly uneventful. Aliquin, while, while V had her watch, though, she heard screams of a call for help that Aliquin informed her was a specific tree that is corrupted and uses the cries of its victims to lure other victims to it. Um, at first light, they make their way into the charred moor that looks nothing more than a wasteland of cracks and crags and crevices against a red sea of earth. And along their traversing, they see a massive, obsidian gin dragon known as uh, Veindris, <laughs> the, the shimmering, shimmering ruin. ruin. And they hide from this frightening creature knowing that they could easily be wiped off the face of a uh, beer in a moment's notice. Uh, pushing through it as the dragon flies overhead and leaves, they continue on and make their way to the wormhole where gravity works differently. There are pockets of gravity that is lighter and other bits that are much more dense, but the earth itself has completely uprooted and there are floating pillars of rocks that they must activate in order to trigger the portal to open this gate. And in order to do so, you have to use nine levels of weave, which is very hard as there is no weave on a beer. Uh, working together as a team, Many of them fight the elemental guardians that protect the wormhole, while Vinley, Seisha, and Harold all focus on the floating obelisks, channeling their magic into them. And then at the last moment, Vinley and Aliquin use their magical uh, weave enchanted artifacts, one a, a sword known as Frostbane, and the other a wand of magic missiles as they then open the gate back to Rill and say their goodbyes to Aliquin where they then find themselves back in the grassy plains floating down to the ground. And that is where we start tonight's session. You all find yourselves in the rolling verdant fields of Faerun. The air is warm and inviting as a cool breeze washes over the sea of green. A few rocks and large boulders float around you, obviously ripped from the ground, judging by the multiple holes in turned earth. As the gateway behind you closes, the stones all crash to the ground. A moment lingers 
as you all stand in disbelief and emotional reprieve, reflecting on what you all just experienced. Seisha, Harold, and Vinley, you all begin to feel a tingling sensation like a thousand needles coursing through your body all at once, similar to the pins and needles you feel after your arm or legs fall asleep. It is then immediately soothed by a warm feeling washing over you like taking a breath of fresh air after nearly drowning for hours. Each of you, for a moment, shimmer an aura of the weave that radiates off of you. You look at Harold and see the ethereal purple dance across him. For Vinley, you see the ghostly blue and Seisha, a radiant golden light. Before it all then absorbs back into you and fades away. And you may regain all of your spell slots and you have access to all magical abilities. Boss just kind of stares at We him. just get our we get our full spell slots back? Yes. It was so, because you did not benefit from the long rest. And so basically this is that second half of the long rest coming back as the weave flows back into you. Yep. You don't gain any hit points or anything like that. Right. Yeah. You just get your magic back. Yep. <laughs> Plenty for me. I'll take it. Yep. Um, um, do I get quick. my, um, uh, healing hands back? No, that was a racial thing that, yep. um, Okay. So healing hands, lay on hands and radiant soul are still expended. Correct. Yes. It is okay. just your spell slots. Got yeah. it. Thank you. I, I, oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't get a long rest, right? You did get a long rest. You had all of that. You weren't affected. Okay. Because I definitely didn't add that to the page. <laughs> Oh no, you did. So 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 you not you, you long rested before the fight. Right. Okay. You and Vost got a full long rest. Our spellcasters yes. did not benefit from the long rest because they didn't get any of their magic back. Okay. So, so this is that magic coming back. Yeah, it's not you don't get a long rest from transferring worlds. They just get the second half of their magic. Oh, okay. I meant from camping. You should have because you would have gone into that fight yeah, extremely yeah. injured. So you definitely took a long rest. Yep. Okay, I'm just wondering why I'm at 17 hit points. Because, because that, because fight, that fight, fight was insane. But the yeah. fight I thought was before The, the fight on the floating yeah. rocks was after- Oh, the camping. floating rocks, the floating rocks. Yeah. I forgot about the floating rocks. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, ignore me. Okay, Voss, you you said something. You were watching them as um, well. Watching, I'm seeing this aura up here around them, correct? Of course, yes, everybody yeah. does. Um... Yeah, feel great actually. Um, where are we, were, we? We were cut off from our connections to what gives us magic, and that connection just returned. I see. Where are we? Uh, I know exactly what time it is. Correct. Yes. Uh, you got up around um, six a.m. as first light. It took about uh, two hours to get to your location. It is around. 9 o'clock right now. And Harold, as you ask that question, to the north, you see the peaks of the Sword Mountains cresting over the horizon. Before you are a few scattered <laughs> shade-bearing trees and high grass that reaches up to your knees. Seisha and Vinley, you see to the south of you another mountain surrounded by a few buildings reaching toward the blue sky surrounded by walls. It is very small and faint in the distance. Everyone else notices a dirt road not too far that divides the soft knoll meadow hills. 
you know you came out directly in the same location mirrored on Turil, about 20 miles away from the city, knowing it would probably take you about eight hours walking through the easier grasslands versus the 10 to 12 it took to traverse through the forest and charred wastes filled with extreme dangers. What do you do? I summon my mount. <laughs> oh, this is gonna... Um, pretty far away, aren't we? Vinley, when the magic gets sucked back into her and she feels her spell slots come back, she instinctively just lifts her hands and traces a rune in the air and reaches out and grabs at three objects or three creatures and pulls them in close and holds them as they materialize as all three of her familiars at once. And she just stands there quietly with them. So I suppose we're gonna camp. I really don't feel like walking eight hours after all that. I'm not gonna nine. camp here. It's the middle of the morning. I'm going home. I thought it was 9 p.m. No, no. nine in the morning. Nine in the morning. Oh, so okay. I misunderstood. I thought it said p.m. Though. Never mind. Can we uh, stop halfway? I am not stopping anywhere except the bed because I'm not gonna wait. No, that's well, fuck, fine. a bed's I... not safe either, because that's the whole reason we got out there in the first place. I was disoriented. Place. I thought it was night, not morning. Everyone, it's all right. We can travel, but we'd, uh, to the question to the DMs, propose it was about like eight or nine hours to Waterdeep. Did one of you see a town at some point, or was yeah. that just the city There's... in the distance? That's the city in the distance. Okay. Well, let's right. just hope we don't run into anything because I am not feeling up for a fight right now. If we run yeah. into anything, their end will be swift. Seisha so will walk that. over to V mm-hmm. and just set her hand on her shoulder gently and sort of squeeze it and a golden light will spread out from her hand. Take 15 points of healing. Yay! I will also heal her as I pr- just to see if my magic works, and when it does, I will be quite pleased. And you know, I'll just roll it here on this, and you can heal another thirteen. Yay! Magic friends. And he kind of looks at his hands like, "Well, okay, casting's good. Feeling good about it." If anyone else needs medical attention. Except Man, I can always take more. <laughs> uh, she'll walk over and start pulling out her healer's kit, and all of her familiars will assist her in this, even though I don't have to roll. I just like the picture of an undead frog wrapping a bandage around the giant lady. It's so cute. <laughs> Got like bandages in his yeah. mouth as it hops around. <laughs> oh, and then the floating skull has it in its mouth as it's like... But it's all kind of pussy because he's dead. Yeah. It's good for the wound. Uh, oh. That is some south. 16 points of healing. Yeah. It's a pungent unguent. Now I'm at 61 out of 77 hit points. Yeah. Doing pretty good. All right. So you see the field uh, in front of you. You know that although it'll be a shorter time, it's still about eight hours of travel walking uh and not everyone can fit on top of a horse do i do i have any idea geographically where we are on a map and if anything there would be closer any towns or anything would be closer nearby 
No, Waterdeep is the closest. Gotcha. You know, the closest town is the one that uh, Salazar went to, which is Rasalanter, and that was a two days journey away. Yep. Stupendous. All right. I begin leisurely yeah. walking back to the city then. That's what we got to do. Yep. All right. You all make your way south along the main dirt road. It's about 20 feet wide and could probably guess that it's the long road that connects Waterdeep to the spine of the world, over 500 miles of compact dirt. After about an hour of walking along the road, you see a farmer riding up to you from the north. He guides an open-backed wagon filled with large burlap sacks being pulled by two massive Shire breed horses. At the reins is a thin, middle-aged man with a large straw sun hat chewing on a strand of hay. You adventurers looking for a ride to town or you out here fighting off some of the chaos and wild for bounties? We're trying to get to the town. What, We're this? what, what was that second bit? Bounties? It, some people hunt creatures out here. Nah, no, nah, just trying to get to town, man. Where you headed? To the deep. <sighs> ah. Waterdeep, huh? Headed that way myself. I'm coming from Amphail, one of the big farming towns for the old Splendors. Can't say it's as crazy as city living, but it's got its perks. If you ever need a good horse, though, Amphail is known for its horse breathing. Best there is on the Sword Coast. So, what got y'all into venturing? Uh, I... Yeah, you know, I um, a rock told me to, so. I wanted to see the world, and the best way to see the world is to experience the world, so. Yeah, I've been experiencing the world. I'm gonna go with the rock told me to. I'm a victim of circumstance. Still still going with my rock. Well, hop on in, uh, make yourself at home, just, uh, you can tell me all about your adventures on the way. Can I'd like to make insight? an insight check on this old man, yep. <laughs> Okay. He's ahead. about middle age, but yeah. <laughs> middle aged man. Uh rolled a one. <laughs> this middle aged old man. Oh man. He's actually he's a dragon. Boss. He's super shady boss. Uh probably bodies in all of his sacks. <laughs> I casually check the sacks, trying to hide <laughs> the fact that I am checking these sacks for bodies. <laughs> uh they obviously are full of some type of grain. Probably I got a 15, scene. though. Okay. Uh, he seems to be telling the truth. Just a dude. Just a dude making his way. Uh, literally uh, running whatever whatever he's selling from the farming lands of Amphail uh, down to Waterdeep. What is his name? He has I not have, given it to you he yet. He's not told you oh, okay. Yet. But as you all uh, get in and he uh, sets his horses on his way... <clears throat> I just passed through Rasselanter, and you all look a lot more normal than the venturing party ragtag team I saw there. There was a bunch of cats, a bird, and a lizard. Oh, the lizard's our friend. Really? Yeah. Nothing against them. Just never seen so ab so many abnormal humanoids tagging together to fight a bunch of shadow cows before. They're with the Order of the Gauntlet. Oh. Yeah, I did see that symbol. I just Seen that around, but that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I'm I Sasha. Was... Hi. Uh, 
I'm uh, I'm Russell Bowling, but you can call me Rusty or Old Rust Bowl. You know, I was Old Rust Bowl. Yeah, that's me. You always, I always wanted to be a venture in my young days, but I didn't quite have the stats for it. Nothing special about me, just an average Joe. I tried venturing, but just wasn't strong enough, or fast enough, or good with the old word making. But I would say I do have a scholarly eight in the old noggin. Uh, after a while, I realized I was made for simple hard work. Not really cut out for the dragon fight nor the treasure hunting. Made my life far farming with Chantia and Yondala here. Haven't looked back. As he motions to the horses uh, when he says Chantia and Yondala. With the aid of the horses, you all find yourselves back at the edge of the city in about four to five hours instead of the eight. It would have taken you on foot. Uh, I'd like to take a short rest during this time. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. Everybody can take a short rest. And Harold, if you want to do your song of rest. Oh, I will. Absolutely. <clears throat> the journey is pretty lackluster. You all take time to enjoy the rest and just chilling in a cart, passing by acres and acres of farmland as the city grows larger on the horizon. A land that you just passed over not that long ago, covered in forest. On a different world. As the sun sits just past directly overhead, near the highest point in the sky, as you enter through the main city walls, you pass through the large twin towers of the North Gate. You are stopped, and the cart is searched for contraband, illegal substances, or smuggling. After the farmer speaks with a few of the guards, you are all accompanied through the field ward by a four-body escort to the upper towers and into the city proper. And as you crest through uh, <clears throat> the, the north gates, um, Rusty. Is it normal to, for just a farmer to have this much escort? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Any okay. anybody coming into the city is escorted by guards through the field ward. It's it's okay. to make sure that anything they're bringing in for the city isn't stolen. Okay, but, just making sure. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm headed down to the uh, Master Baker's Hall and then the House of Good Spirits to make my deliveries here of the wheat, barley, and oats. Hopefully I'll see you again sometimes. Maybe have a pint. You tell old Rusty about more about your crazy ventures. Definitely come by our, our tavern, Spirits of Trollskull. Yeah, we'll see we'll, you, Rusty. You can 100% say that you have told him all yeah. about your tavern. Yeah. And, and okay. when, he, when he says he's gonna have a pint, he totally means coming to you your tavern. It. Okay. it was a four hour ride, I assure yeah, you. Yeah, I would imagine it came up at some point. 100% would have come up. Uh, all right, you guys are now back in Waterdeep. What time of day is it? Um, so it's around twelve thirty, like late afternoon. It's like one. Yeah, it's one oh six and thirty six seconds, boss. <laughs> I need to go by the font. Um, Venley, if you want to ride with me, um, I can drop you off at Blackstaff uh, Tower. I suppose I should deliver this letter as soon as possible. Yeah. Or all do right. you want all you of know us that there? that letter does not go to the Blackstaff, just so you know. I know, but I can't walk into Castle Waterdeep. <laughs> she can. Mm -hmm. um, what was it you said, Stacia? Voices. I, oh, I said, do you, or would you rather have all of us go with you? 
It doesn't yeah, matter. Just, hey, just, just so you know, you know that Renair is actually working on getting y'all a meeting with Laurel. Oh, oh I forgot about that then. Yeah, Take all that back. Yeah, <laughs> your efforts to uh, in taking down the, the Xanathar Guild. The Xanathar Guild. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I forgot Perfect. about that. And let's take this from the top. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need to go to the font. I've got to look something up. That um, that altar that we saw, I've read about that before. I want to go read that story again. I, I just sort of discounted it as a work of fiction, but I think there may have been more to it. I should probably go home for a little while. And when she's talking, it she still has her mask on. She has not taken it off. And she just kind of looks at you and you see her green eyes are a little duller than they normally are. And she's just blankly staring at you. Finley, are you okay? I'll be fine. I just, I want to go home. Okay. How come you still have the mask on? I don't know. It just feels more comfortable. Um, so who's going home and who's going somewhere else? Um, I guess I'm gonna go home too. I'll be back. I'll, I'll be quick. I, I know where I need to look. So she's gonna give Venley a hug. She like leans into it, but doesn't really hug you back. Yeah, yeah. Harold, what are you up to? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about maybe like going to like a music shop or something. Maybe at some point. Maybe maybe today. Maybe now. Maybe later. I don't know. Do I feel like now be a good time? Now's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> he's just like I just I'm I'm not feeling good. I want to go get something that'll make me feel good. I'm gonna spend money. She's okay. gonna go give Harold a hug. <laughs> he'll he'll hug you back. V, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just kind of tired is all. <laughs> okay. um, she gets a hug. Thanks. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I wanna, I'm just gonna go lie down. Yeah, I was worried that might've been a little rough. It's okay. Wasn't great. Wasn't great. Boss? Mm? You okay? I'm good. What are you doing? What's your plans? I was just going to head over to Fala's for a moment. That's it. Okay. Seisha hugs boss and then mounts up. Okay. <laughs> so everybody but Seisha going back to the, the manor? I mean, Harold, I think Harold's going shopping. Yeah, uh, real quick. But, yeah, for the moment. Headed to the house. As, as Harold walks away, Vinley walks up to him and grabs his hand and says, mm. thank you for saving me during the ritual. Did I? Yes. Had that creature hit me any more times, I most likely would have died. Oh, that's... It's no worries. I can't help myself. I just start shit-talking. It's what I do. Thank you, Harold. Go enjoy your music. Oh, I'm going to... Oh, and he's going to stretch, and he's going to, like, whistle and walk down the street. <laughs> Harold, do you want to ride to the store? Yeah. Yes, okay, I do. And I will hop on and ride to the store. 
it's not actually too like it's out of the way, but it's still in the castle war. It's not that bad. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so as you ride off, and as the rest of you wander through the streets, like kind of like looking, waiting to flag a carriage, you don't see any. What you do see is private or two-person rickshaws with people actually running uh, within the North and Sea Ward as you make your way to, to the manor. And say, and the few horse-drawn carts that you do see, mainly Seisha and Harold as you head deeper into the city, are double-decker buses for maximum computer co- commuter capacity. However, even then, there are only two, maybe three, that you can see running through the city right now as everyone else is walking or literally running to and fro to get uh, where they need to go and not be late. We need to find that dragon. Yeah. Yeah. We should do that, like, right after. That's a thing that needs to be done. We gotta do it for Monty. Oh, God, I hope Monty's okay. He's the talking horse, right? He talks. He does talk. I, I, look, I look around what? as I say that, but I say it in anger and I'm, he talks. I, he, he talks. Because it's real, he talks. Uh, I oh. bet there was like some sort of gas built up from the horses. All right, let's just go. <laughs> I don't and it need- made you hallucinate. You know yeah. what? You'll know when you meet him. V, v you're not there. Oh. Yeah, you went to you went the tavern you went to the tavern. They went. Oh, I thought we were all still in the group before we okay. split up. Nope, no, they sorry. Had already, that's okay. Okay. Too, so. Now y'all had already split up. That's how you saw the the double decker buses because y'all two had split up and headed into the city. So the- I will I will say like that is a talking. It talks, and secondly, uh, yeah, we got to figure out this dragon situation. Yeah, it can't be. This is that whole what we were discovering earlier, right? Like the mechanical one, most likely. We know about that, right? We've all discussed that. Yeah. So, yeah, this has got to be the mechanical one, right? I would think so. What if it's like hoarding horses and, oh my God, it's sitting on all the poor horses? That's, I think it's hoarding horses. Dragons hoard things. And I think this mechanical dragon. Yeah, made a pyramid of horses and it's sitting on them. Or it's treating them really well. I mean, maybe it's baby. Oh, come on. What kind of dragon isn't going to make a pyramid out of horses and sit on it? I mean, honestly, if I was their size, it's probably exactly what I would do. It's kind of hilarious now I think about it. Look, I made one giant horse out of a bunch of little horses. But but it's not a giant dragon. Oh. Well, that just ruined my entire imagination. Sorry. No, it's fine. (laughs) He's going to grin and laugh and hug her around the waist. I'm so glad we're alive. Yeah. We're so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you think Benley's okay? Ah. Define okay. She's still wearing that mask. Yeah. That's, I'm going to go ahead and say no. And she's just sort of got that what is it they call it? The hundred mile stare, thousand mile stare? Just yeah. worried about her and what that thing did to her. I think we all had 
something done and all of us are probably going to let's just be honest with ourselves the stone is small potatoes it clearly is just a bridge to something far worse and we are pissing off something lots of somethings I have this terrible feeling that the stone is going to unlock or unleash something terrible. That it's not a key to a bunch of gold. If I was trying to get people to open a, a, a vault, I would say there was a bunch of gold in it. Yeah. It's just something I've been thinking about. I think it's something we're all thinking about and none of us are really voicing because we don't want the reality to be that we've been wasting our time helping something evil this entire time when we thought we were going to make a payday. Which, granted, I think it's pretty fair, fairly safe to say none of us are really all that interested in the money anymore. No. Somewhere V feels very justified in her opinions. <laughs> um, I'm worried about what I think... we might be doing to Voss. Yeah. I mean, that thing makes you forget about it when you don't have it. That's not good. Good things don't do that. Oh, I do. Oh, no. No. Good things don't look like creepy polished turds either. Look, all I'm saying is that this thing is bad news. We knew it was bad news from the beginning. So the thing itself is 100% bad news. I wouldn't use it as a doorstop. That much having been said, we have to think about the fact that if we leave it out there, the evil doorstop's gonna go find somebody else's door to sit in until somebody goes and opens that gate. At least with us, we know it's people we can trust. So why don't we try to destroy it? Well, we don't know what the doorstop is. The doorstop could be something, it could be a space doorstop that comes down here and sucks our brains out through a doorstop straw. Okay, see, we that's really not good because when we were in the far realms, I had this whole nightmare about this giant monument falling out of the sky. And it was I don't want to think stuff. about all the number of nightmares I've had in the far realms, okay? I've seen some shit that defies physics, torture that is beyond reason or comprehension, things I can't verbalize to you. I understand, but I can't sit here and worry that all those things are real and they're going to happen to people here. I have to think to myself, I got to do everything I can to prevent it. We don't know if there's something to be prevented sitting in that vault or not until it's open. And frankly, for the, at least for, you know, the, the ward's sake, we need that money. If it is money, we need it. And the, there is an enormous amount of money missing and everything points to the individual who went and made it go missing. A lot of this points to that being money. And it would be a lot of work, even for an extremely powerful multinational gang or, or whatever the far realms have thrown at us. It, even for them, that's an enormous amount of setup to, to lie. I don't know. I think it's money, but I think there's something more inside. I think that the things that are pulling strings have all the time in the world, and the long game is their short game. Yeah, but here's the thing. When you taste victory in your mouth, it's really hard to wash that taste out. They're tasting it now with us. Yeah. The stone's desperate. Everything is desperate. We're desperate. We just have to keep cooler heads than everybody else. We have to stay on the course. When we are at the door, we're holding a made-up stone and everything's together, that's when we start making those kind of decisions. But right now, until we have the stone out of our hands, we're fucked. So we need to finish it and get rid of it. 
How do you know what's real and what's the far realm messing with you? I don't know. I, I just, uh, optimism. When we were back there, um, I saw my solar again. And it's completely overrun by whatever that thing that talks to me is. When I was there, I... I don't remember exactly what happened. I just remember seeing the Harlan Kunz mask coming over my face. And then I stopped remembering things. All I know is that that doesn't mean anything. It's just the easiest path to torture. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is, wouldn't that be really convenient for them? It would. It would just be very convenient for things to have worked out that way. Look, you can't sit here worrying all day about it. This is something that makes you feel good and makes you feel right, but you don't even really know what it is. It's my guide, Harold. Is it? It's it's my divine guide. I hope so. I hope it's all not I'm saying what is, I'm seeing. All I'm saying is maybe in those moments where you can't get to a guide and you're not sure what's real and what's not, what's far realm and what's here, you should look inside you for guidance more because you're a really good guide and you don't even know it. So she kind of leans back. He'll rest his chin and look all smug and smile mm. <laughs> on, on her shoulder. Mm -hmm. You're the best. I know it's, it's a tough job. <sighs> Thank goodness I'm here. What kind of uh, instrument are you going to get? Going back to accordion. This concertina is so tiny on my hands. And he's right. It's really hard to play the complicated songs. I don't, I don't want him to have the, I don't want him to know. It's not, it, I mean, it's great. I like the concertina. I know. It's but just it's not, not the as same. inspirational. <gasps> oh, it burns my soul. Don't worry. I'm going to go in there and surely by now they'll have an accord. Why would they have an accordion? But you know, maybe I impressed them enough. I played a really good song last time. It was like, um, Hey Diddle Diddle or something. I can't remember exactly what the song was. It was awesome, though. I totally rocked it. So it's about, I mean, about this time you're, you've stopped in front of. And I will um, turn to her and I will give her one last hug and I'll be like, remember what I said, okay? okay. You are an amazing person and the only person who needs to be convinced right now is you. You want me to come back by when I'm done? Uh, no, I think I'll walk it. Okay. I'm definitely not getting in any carriages. That's not happening. Yeah. I'll walk. <laughs> okay. I'll see you back at the house. All right. See you back. And uh, I will start heading inside. All right. You make your way to Holland Bar's Lutes and Harps, the illustrious stringed instrument shop off the east side of uh, Sword Street and just above Waterdeep Way in the ca Castle Ward. You walk in and see the countless lutes, viols, dulcimers, and lyres hanging across the walls. In the back is the assortment of large harps and grand pianos matching the two that stand in the entranceway display window. A soothing sound fills the room from a floating self-playing harp 20 feet in the air. Ooh. A place of complex instruments and one of the only capable places of making the intricate designs of concertinas and accordions. 
You see a posh man with slicked back hair with his back to you as he finishes up with another customer. You remember this man, Mr. Hollenbar, as the condescending man that only sells the highest of society within the splendors. However, as he turns to see you, his face illuminates with excitement. You, it's huh. you. I, Harold immediately like pulls a little card and looks at a list of fake names, trying to figure out which one is associated with this place. He doesn't see it. He's uh, uh, Harold, right? I came looking yes. at your tavern, uh, uh, the troll skull one you suggested, but I always missed you. I I can't get that performance out of my head, and you played it so so casually. I poured over hours making something worthy of such a profound performer. It took me six tries, but I, I think I finally created something made for your talents, if if you would. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yes, yes. I would be happy to see the craftsmanship of, of genuinely, thank you, uh, thank you. Uh, yes, I would love to see it. He disappears into a room separated by a velvet curtain behind the counter and comes back with a large leather-bound case with quick-release latches similar to the ones built into Seisha and the Sea Captain's armors. He unlatches it to reveal a royal purple velvet-lined box with two ends, but no billows. However, beside it is the accordion you always wanted. Besides. Oh, sorry. Besides that, it is the accordion you always wanted. The keys inverted of ebony and ivory, the casting of a deep purple, so dark it is almost black and mesh filigree inlaid underneath in gold. The pitch buttons are sparkling purple, crystal amethyst uh, laid into the thin gold rings. He looks at you with excitement, even though you know it shouldn't possibly be playable as he excitedly exclaims, as there is no billows in the beginning. It is just the two ends of the- Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh -huh. placed in into two separate sections. And he's like, go ahead, play it, please. I think it's going to be a little hard to do. <laughs> You'll be surprised. As okay. you surprised me last time. I, okay, man, you convinced me. And he's going to reach down and pick it up as the two halves. Okay. And as you pick it up, you see ethereal magic float between the halves like a line of floating bright purple translucent cards. As you begin to play, it feels as if the weave from you merges into it, becoming one with you. You have never felt a more compatible instrument. Harold tears up and just looks at him and he goes, it's perfect. How much? But I play. have to have it. Play. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I will go ahead and play. Make a performance roll. Jesus, I want this to be good. I've, ne I've never wanted a more good roll in my life, and this is so, who cares? But it's like, uh, but he cares. Oh, sweet. Okay. Uh, 26. As you play, you see him just become enraptured with this music as he begins to like waltz and dance around the store. You play. Oh. Harold's loving it. He's he plays right to like he's just he's so in it right now. You you play it beautifully. I cannot I cannot give it to you for free. No, I would never want it for free. I I but I have to have it. You tell right. me the price. 
I'll give it to you at a discount. Such a worthy bard needs a worthy instrument. And you see him wipe a tear away from his You eyes. see Harold wipe a tear because somebody he doesn't know just called him a bard. And he just, it all washes over him at once that he might really become a bard. He might, like, this is real. Like, I actually am a bard. For any others, this would be beyond a thousand dragons. But for you, I'll sell you the cost of its components. 400 dragons. Done. He doesn't even argue. Doesn't try to convince him anything. 400 dragons on the table instantly. I'll take it off my, I'll take it off my thing right now. With a caveat. Yes. Anything. I hear you play again. Not now, if you do not wish, but try to be at the tavern at some point yeah you know what yes uh i look at my calendar when is that when am i free am i free most of these nights yeah you i'd be sure you don't yeah. know you, you kind of play it by ear <laughs> yeah i i tell him uh you know what i know i have some of those paper birds i'm gonna hand him a paper bird okay and i'm gonna be like the next time you're free and you want me to play you just write on this paper bird and tell me and as soon as i'm able i will come here and tell you when i'm going to play your full name, sir. Harold Hobbleton. And he commits it to memory and says, I have ne never met a more beautiful player. I, I am extremely flattered that you feel that way. And, and I am humbled to be in your presence, sir. I'm humbled to hold the greatest instrument I've ever seen in my life. Play it well, and may it bring you much joy. I will. And Harold's going to play it out the door. Uh, do I need to make another? Sure, go ahead, just to see. Why not? Let's see if I can pull a repeat performance. I doubt it. Harold's all torn up. Uh, it wasn't a repeat performance, but it's still better. 27. 27? Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Harold will play it all the way home. And... My heart is so full. I cannot pain. tell you. Oh my god. Oh my god. That and is the wholesome because, content we need. And that is because of the natural 20 you played so flippantly as you walked out of his uh, instrument shop last oh, time. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. As he deemed you not worthy of his shop. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you now, we're adding Das Loot nope, to... we're adding Das Accordion. Accordion. Okay, yeah. I was going to say Das Loot, but it is being restructured into Das Accordion. Awesome. Holy crap. It's amazing. That's amazing, guys. Thank you so much. Oh, God. Ethan's emotional. <laughs> uh, I believe you're almost about broke, though. Yes, I am. I am almost about broke now. A-OK. <laughs> -okay, worth every second. And we will head to uh, Seisha. Um, you make your way into the font as a few classes of the Kinder Academy fill most of the font's tables and second story most of them within the grammar schooling age of six to nine, and a few in the world, uh, worldly studies ages of 10 to 13. It reminds you of the good work you are doing in the field ward. Lore keepers smile in your direction as you pass, but seem more enraptured in their students to stop and help. So uh, I know what you are looking for. Mm -hmm. You would like to go ahead and make a perception or investigation. I would love to. Fucking pick up. There they are. Like, where did I put my boys? Perception or investigation. So that is. Oh! 
Uh, let me see what my perception is. I think that's the higher. It is, yes. So that is a dirty 20. Okay. You go to look for the book titled The Harbinger in the fiction section where you found it before, remembering its small ties to what you have seen so far. You scour the aisles and double check, but even with your passive perception, you don't find it. You see the filing hasn't changed and there is an empty space where it once was held. Seeing your concern, you hear the familiar comforting voice of the savant behind you. Nosika, how may I be of service to you? You seem troubled. There's, there's a book missing, oh, an absent the harbinger. Book. An absent book does not necessarily mean it is missing. Someone could be reading it at this moment. It is a partic Is there a particular reason you require this book? Well, I, I realize this is in a, a fiction section, but um, long story short, I found myself on a beer earlier today and um, came across something from that book and I needed to reread it. I promise I'm not hallucinating. I would never accuse you of such a thing. What's your passive insight? Uh, passive insight is 15. 15. You kind of get the sense that she doesn't fully believe you, the, the Abir part, but yeah. believes the fact that you're like, I'm not hallucinating. So she's yeah. kind of like, all right, I trust your words, yep. but you may have seen things that you don't, you're not aware of. But yeah, let uh, she, she speaks up. Let us look around and see if we can find it. Yes, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Okay, go ahead and you can make another perception or investigation check, this time with advantage as you have help. Yay! Or any, anything else that you would like to do. Yep. That's another dirty 20. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, you quickly- At scour. least it's not a crit. <laughs> we left those in a beer. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, you quickly scour the area and you notice that there are not a lot of private readers occupying the font at this time as most of the areas seem to be taken over by the Water Davian school system. Uh, you look over the few people that are enjoying the respite in a good book, but you do not find the book you are looking for. It is not long before you're confronted by the savant once again. I was unable to locate the tomb within these, the tome within these walls, even with divination magics. This is troubling. I think it's... But even more so, that all of the lore in the Far Realm has been removed. Even the private books within the restricted section. But how could someone have gotten that? I do not know. I asked my sages and none of them know why. Be careful, Lore Seeker. I feel dark times are coming. They are. And with that, um, <clears throat> you and her notice uh, one of the lore keepers having trouble with focusing one of the groups of children uh, in their uh, tardiness and excuses herself. Uh, I am needed elsewhere. Please excuse me. Course, may Agma's knowledge guide you and may your story be endless as she ushers off and heads towards the rowdy children. Oh, that's really not good. You, you kind of hear her as she's going, no, please do not eat the pages. <laughs> Seisha, as she walks by, will like tap on her armor on her chest and mm -hmm. just go. <laughs> <laughs> this like saliva <laughs> filled <laughs> crumple of paper 
uh, slops onto the table. <laughs> and you, you watch as one of the other uh, lore keepers like, mending, fix that. <laughs> All right, and I will head back to the uh, uh, troll skull. Okay, okay. Uh, for everyone else, um, Voss and Vinley and V, you pull up to the tavern as the lunch rush is dying down. You're greeted by uh, the regulars that you know well uh, and your staff. In the corner near the hearth, you see the three children taking their lunch break while listening to stories being read to by a halfling woman with full round glasses chained around her neck. A yellow feathered quill that matches her corset bobs and bounces from behind her ear with each enthusiastic word that she pulls from the pages. Ray, will you please join our party? She's Ray. You are here. I was muted. I apologize. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me? I'm sorry. <laughs> we can hear. You. We can hear you now. You're good. Hello. You're good. Hello. So I guess Petunia sees them all walk in. You see uh, Voss, Vinley, and V. You do not see Harold or Sasha. Okay. All right. Well, she will. She will kind of look up from her book and go, "Oh, oh my goodness!" And she'll stick a bookmark in and go, "We'll have to finish this another time." But I promise, we are at the good part. And she'll close it, and then she'll kind of gather her things, and and she will uh, walk on over and 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 say hello to everybody. She'll say hello. It's so good to see you. Where has everyone been? Where is everyone else? V goes Petunia, and then she like picks her up in a hug because she's oh. little. Oh, I'm very yeah. high up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Well, we went to like hello, this like hello. alternate dimension planet. What? It was terrifying. But we're it back. was a beer. That was what? Mhm, mm mhm. Mm that that twin planet thing. That possibly might explain why no one's been able to get a hold of you. True. We've been gone for about a day. Um, oh. Perhaps if we are going to fill her in on everything, we shouldn't do it. And she looks around at all the people kind of staring at us. <laughs> oh. Right. Let's go upstairs! Hey! Good idea. You make your way upstairs, and the door is locked as you have left it the night that you went to sleep in mm. your own beds. Fair enough. I can just open I... it. Boss can pick the lock. You do have none of us have a key on us, or do we lock it from the inside? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you have keys. Yeah, you have keys. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, just open, open it with the key. I was worried we didn't have them because we were in bed. <laughs> mm. um, no, all your stuff was there. Yep. Um, cool, 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 cool. So you walk in, and everything seems to be as it was left. Nothing seems to be out of place. There's no strange letters with roses. There's no, you know, <laughs> young 
drow girls waiting for your arrival. <laughs> There's no ominous tentacled men. creatures. <laughs> There's yep. no ominous men in, waiting in the shadows that yep. can change forms at the yep. tip of a hat. There's just an empty troll skull manor. Yep. Hmm. Wonder how we got there. You don't know. I didn't stop to think about it. We just sort of went to bed and woke up and we were there. I assume it was Avrin. Avrin? Trickster God, um, Harold and Sasha. Yeah. How long has it been? What have I missed? It's only been like a week. What? Or two? Yeah. Since we've seen you last, right? Probably. I so. Yeah, I think it's been like a couple of weeks. It's not been that long. I think it's Only been a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. In in game. Yep. Yeah. It hasn't been that long. What has oh. happened? Well, Harold has a new leg. What? Which you'll Harold, see. Is he okay? Is He's Harold okay. He just got tortured in another universe, and he has a new leg. What? Um, he met this being called Calamari Kevin, uh, and um, so now he's part mechanical. It's pretty cool. Um, and then uh, I guess he's a warlock too now. Um, Voss is the same, <clears throat> and Seisha. Seisha, has anything new happened with you, or is it still just the sometimes? Seisha's not there. Oh, I forgot Sasha's not there. Shit. Uh, well, I mean, v- Vinley, are you better at this than me? <laughs> Your mask is pretty, Vinley. Thank you, Petunia. Um, I actually will excuse myself for just a moment. Oh, okay. Okay. I step in then. To put it briefly, we were transported to what appeared to be another plane, planet, something like that. How and why this how and why this happened, I don't know exactly. The group is right in that it had to do with some sort of event we are involved with in some sort of trickster god named Avron. I'm as short on the details as you are, unfortunately. But we seem to be involved in some sort of otherworldly events. Yeah, Harold is like heavily involved with this Avon guy, and, and and so somehow this got the rest of us involved in being transported. Oh, there were uh in a beer, there were those like celestial monster beings, the star spawn. Um, they're terrifying, confirmed. So avoid those if you can. Okay. And um Beyond. Are you feeling okay, V? Yeah, I'm just a little tired. I'm just trying to remember, like, a lot happens. I can imagine so. You said people were looking for us? Yes, yes. Who's looking for I, um, have actually been looking for you all because we've got a bit of a <clears throat> metallic dragon problem around. And, well, Raja Safar has been looking for Vinley and and you all and well since no one's been able to contact you we've been looking for possibly other groups to take care of it but I was going to try and find you in order to do that myself but since you haven't been around I've been 
doing the best I can. Well, um, I think we heard about the dragon thing. It's like stealing horses. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Almost all of them at this point, it seems like. At least that's what it looks like when I walk down the street. And it's a say... mechanical dragon? Yes. No. Metallic. Metallic. metallic dragon. Yeah. Oh, mechanical, I meant to say metallic. So, like, it has shiny scales? Yes. That's really But, pretty. I mean, I assume, I don't, I have personally haven't seen it, have I? I don't believe I have. No. Okay. No. no. The, I haven't you, seen it. You got reports from Vajra, and the reports say that it is a metallic. Metallic, gotcha. not mechanical. Metallic. Product. What are the it's, details of it? When does it attack? That sort of thing. Any patterns? Not that we've been able to really pin down as of right now. Has it hurt anyone, or does it just take horses? From what we know, it's been taking the horses. That's all so we know. no one's hurt. That's good. Well, um, I mean, the horses weird, might be hurt. But... That's not good. Well, yeah, that sucks, but it would also suck, like, double more if people were hurt, too. True. So it sucks, like, half less. Has sure. there been any... Has there been any other attempts by groups to recover it? Or have you just come to us first? Well, seeing as though no one's, it doesn't sound like anyone else has had luck finding it. I mean, I mean, the word's been put out, but no one else has had any luck finding it. And well, I thought I'd try my luck with you guys because you seem to get involved with a lot of crazy stuff, dragons yes. included. <laughs> yep. So yep. we do know one dragon, but they only like to hoard human stuff and are obsessed with like. But yes. they are metallic. Can... Farming, I remember. They Can are metallic. Hear... They're metallic. Oh no, boss! You don't think it's our friend, do you? You don't think it's him, do you? So, no. Vinley comes walking back out, putting the mask back over her face, and looks directly at Voss and says. Do you not remember the giant mechanical dragon from the house? No, I remember the giant mechanical dragon, but I wasn't going to bring it up until I was sure. I believe that's the dragon Vajra was looking for. I also think that, which brings me to my next question. Has Vajra specified what is to be done with this creature? Probably subdue it. Wait, if it's, can. if it's mechanical... Why does it want horses? Wouldn't that mean it's programmed to want horses? I don't horses? know. Maybe, maybe someone, if it's, <coughs> if it's not real, if it's, hmm, that's a good question. I don't know. We'll probably have to find more data in order to make that conclusion. We can make this a priority then when the rest of the group returns. They're out on some shorthand. Where errands. are they? Where is back. Harold and Seisha? They're out on and some show went to go read and then Harold went to go play some music. Oh. It's okay. about this time yep. that you actually hear music coming up from the alleyway. <gasps> I might be here. I think I hear him. And she'll kind of turn around and start like waddling down the stairs. Give me a deck save. Oh, no. oh no, I was about to say, Vinley gets ready to cast Featherfall. <laughs> like 14? Okay. You trip, but you catch yourself. <laughs> And you fall through the uh, ethereal, uh, like, billows of the accordion and into Harold's arms. Ooh! And he's going to catch you. And he kinda, you hear the music just, like, stop as he stumbles back and, uh, like, falls. And it's like, oh, hey. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. Did I break something? No, no. 
oh, maybe you did. And I hold up the two halves. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then I grin at her and I'm like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's fine. And I oh. give you a big hug. Hello. It's so good to see you. And then I look around and I realize like you're laying on top of me in the middle of the floor of our tavern. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's get up. All right. Well, uh, that was, uh, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm lovely. Uh, I, I was you actually are. here. I mean, uh, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> I was, uh, I was coming here looking for you guys, uh, because, um, Bajra Safar, um, sent oh. me for the, 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 dra there was a dragon, we have a dragon problem. <clears throat> dragon problem. Where's Seisha? And oh. coming around the corner, you hear the clip-clops of a horse as you see this white, like, celestial, iridescent horse with a blue, wispy, ethereal mane and this vibrant woman in all old armor. Harold <laughs> clings over. Has been modified to look prettier and has new clasps on it and things, making her, making her way around the corner. Harold's going to clink over with his new leg over to the door and wave as she approaches, uh, but he's got one of the halves of the accordion, so he kind of waves with that half. It's like, oh, right. <laughs> like, and, uh, you actually see that the two halves can lock together. Okay, gotcha. And that's yeah. what I do. I'll lock them and I'll put it away. Mm -hmm. And I'll wave as you approach. And uh, and as she's approaching, I'm going to be like, look, look, look. We got Petunia. Hey, Petunia. Hello. Oh, Petunia. And I don't think... <laughs> I don't think I've met the horse before, so she'll kind of look up and be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Hello! I, what I named my horse. <laughs> it's all good. Bernie? Yeah, I believe it was Bernie. It was not Bernie! <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Bernie, though. <laughs> this, I can't... I don't know where I put it, so... Harold, well, while you're, this while is you're... Bernie. <laughs> Hey, did you name and him that because of the burning flames? Yes. You said I you just were... caught that. <laughs> what were you saying, Seisha? <laughs> I'm so Boss mad. relishes this moment of something uh, serious being named something so stupid. <laughs> I need to talk to you at some point about the stock of books in your store. Okay. Awesome. Um, hi, it's good to see you. It's good to see you too. How have you been? I've heard for a lot. I'm okay. Hey, okay. I there's a library on a beer, so beer. Yes, I heard that word mentioned as well. Yeah. Um, I guess question for the DMs: Would would Petunia know about a beer at all? You lived through. Uh, okay, the, she right. I, duh, she lived through it. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. era of upheaval. So yes, yes you know okay. what a beer is, but you cool. also know that a beer is not capable. Yeah. To be accessed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm hearing. I'm hearing a peculiar story about you all being there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we went to sleep and were transported there i think by the star spawn that we interacted with someone named nebula and depth um and they were offering us a chance to are we upstairs or downstairs that's up to you okay yeah. let's be upstairs oh yeah yeah sorry i forgot upstairs. we came back down yeah. for yeah. yeah but you you guys are easily back upstairs okay um they were offering us a chance to join their side 
in an upcoming battle they're they're trying to uh, take over and they want to destroy our friend Avron. You've heard friend. that name mentioned too. Totally well, friend. That, that Harold was involved with Avron. Yeah, Avron's my boss. Harold, sort of. his whole existence is lying. Yeah, well, we have so much okay. in common, honestly. Look, I, as far as I'm concerned, Avron's a pretty okay guy, and he, I said friend. You said friend specifically, which is like I'm trying to think of a word that's mean, but I can't because I'm Seisha. No, it's I not don't that know I mean want to words. be mean. It's that I'm trying to be accurate, and friend doesn't quite. He's an untrustworthy ally. There you go. I also okay. heard the words trickster god thrown around. Yes. Um, well, yeah, he is. He's apparently he's also a trickster that. god who doesn't have power okay. anymore. And I contracted right. kind of for some of that power myself. But they um, they brought us there to do that, to, to try to get us to sell out, and um, none of us did. Okay, congratulations. They, they, they grabbed me a couple more times than that, and it was always unpleasant. And that's why I've got this nifty new leg. It as, doesn't as bother you. Talking, say so she just kind of cast a side glance at Venley. You can see her eyes, and she looks angry. Like from the moment you said depth, mm -hmm. she has been almost anime style fuming. Okay. So yeah, this doesn't bother you at all. What? Why? Why would it? Just checking. Just checking. Just curious. So Unrelated. we were riding around and we noticed that all the horses were gone and we think we should probably do something about that. Yes, I was sent here by Vajra so far to look for you for that very thing. Oh. Boom, horse retrieval, let's do it. I'm here to save the pony. Let's go save the ponies. Well, first we have to find the pony napper. Are there the any dragon? horses? Yeah. Where are the I think it's that mechanical dragon, dragon from the, the um, place where the inventors are. The and I can never God. remember the name mechanical. of. There's a lot of words being thrown around here. Hang on. The House of Gone stated that they were looking for a missing mechanical dragon that they said was small in quotation marks. So. Small. Small to a gnome. Small is enough difference. to steal horses? We're not sure. It may be this creature. In any case, I wanted to ask if there's any place in this town that has horses left, or if there's any place where they're being hoarded. Boss, we have access to a very distinct-looking horse. Fair enough. Do we have access to a carriage to pull it? I'm more interested in the horse that is um, I look over at Petunia, and I look back at the other ones, and like, horses we know? I mean, if what? we want a bait horse, we can use Bernie. I don't believe he's quite as appetizing. You well, know, prey being try. on fire. I mean, well, he I is mean, still... I'm calling him Bernie. Perhaps we could visit the stables to see where they're most often being taken from, possibly. Place that to start. seems like a good place to start, yes. <laughs> so to White Bull Run, then? Mm -hmm. Or White Bull oh. Market? We should go there! White Bull Run. It is Run. Or okay. Court of the White Bull. Court of the White Bull. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we should go. Gentle Rest Stables is the name of it. Yep. Please oh. give me one moment before we all leave. Sure, of course. Okay. And she's going to walk into her room. 
look at herself in the mirror, take off the mask, and have like super puffy under eyes and just wet cheeks. And she's just going to look at herself for a second and then swiftly pull her dagger and hit the pommel of the dagger on the mirror and put her um, mask on the desk and wave her hand over her face and cast prestidigitation to make it look not swollen or wet and leave the glass shards on the desk and walk back out. Did we hear breaking glass? You would. Okay. Her room is not far from uh, the common room at all. It's like 20 feet away or? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Harold just goes very quiet. And she comes back out, eyebrow raised. Without uh, are a mask. you wearing the mask again? Mm-mm, she left it on the desk. Okay, so did, the shattering could have been porcelain or glass. Did uh, something break? Nothing important. Ready to okay. go? Of course. Let's find this thing. As you oh. open the... Oh, okay. The House of Gond also wants us to try to not destroy it. Yes. If this is the mechanical dragon, which signs point to yes, I pull out the uh, nimble right detector, so we'll know if it's close by. Wait, why and... would that work on it? That's the nimble right thing. Yes, but apparently this thing is a similar power source. That explains why it's to doing the things nimble free. right's power source. Hmm? I was given this specifically with the task of finding it. I have to assume it would work. If it that doesn't, might explain we'll know why it it's taking horses. Why? Because it's life. Because they're sapient, sentient beings. Or and maybe, or he maybe. wants to understand sapience and sentience. But only want, horses? And I don't not want to go. Anything else? They're beautiful animals. I, well, well, what if he's just making the pyramid of horses to ride on? I think that's I a more likely explanation. I really don't think it's a pyramid of horses, Harold. It's a pyramid of horses. I would love for it to right. be just to see the joy on your face. No, you I... have to stack them a specific way so that you have inner structure. There's load-bearing horses on oh, top no. of the normal. Wouldn't you know it I... the lower horses' backs because of all the other horses' pressure on them? See? But no, because the, the low horses balance it out. It, it disperses the, the force. Come on, Harold, I'll, I'll, I'll explain what? the math while we go. Oh. All this can be solved as, as we find it. Yeah, and as you are in this, whatever this is, <laughs> there's a knock on the door. Oh, joy. Oh, is it Rainier? Mm-hmm. And you open it up and you lo- are looking up and you have to look down as it is Kara. Hi, Kara. Uh, and uh, as she looks at me, kind of holds up uh, a note as she holds one up that you see your name, Asatia, and there's another one that says Voss's name. Thank you. Voss? I take it. Uh, and she says, uh, these were dropped off uh, for you from a courier this morning. As she hands one to you and yeah, each you. A different handwriting. Thank different. you. Does it actually say Voss on it? It does. It does. Ooh. Asatia will open her letter. Okay. All right. The envelope you have seems simple, except you notice the faint white wine stain from the, uh, from the ring of a glass on the edge of the back side. You smell the scent of a thousand spices and perfumes linger on the edges of the vellum as you open the envelope. And as you read it, 
I hope you are okay, Angel. You have never been one to be late, let alone sh never show up. I am sure you are just busy answering the call to adventure. When you find yourself unburdened, come see me as soon as you can to let me know you're safe. I'll be worrying until you do. At the bottom of the letter, there is no name, only the mark of a deep red lipstick pressed into the page. Boss. Say, so she like, sniffs the letter for. How long were we gone? The time you were gone. So the time you spent on a beer? Yeah. The time you were away from Toru. And the date you scheduled was for last night. Haha, <laughs> you stood up, Gariel. <laughs> I did not stand her up. I got kidnapped. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato, honestly. The semantics on this one are worth noting. <laughs> Do you I'll open up mine up? Sure. Uh, the enclosed letter looks fairly plain and sim uh, similar to other notes you may have received from a certain organization you may or may not be a part of. Written cool. into the water-stained parchment bearing the symbol of the Doom Raiders is a simple sentence that slightly concerns you. You're going to pay for standing me up. And that is all it says. Cool. I uh -oh. take it, put it in my coat, make a mental note. That's all I can do at the moment. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. And do you all head to the stables? That's white run. Okay. Um, Petunia, why don't you ride with me? Okay. Oh, well, I'll, I'll... Do you want to ride with her? Why don't you uh, two ride? Well, I, Isn't I was it your trying. horse? Yeah. yeah. But I don't mind. Why don't you two ride? Go for a I ride, you two. Ride. Okay, yes, I would love to do that. That thing that I know how to do. I don't know how to ride a horse either. It's fine. Bernie will take care of you. <laughs> a little bit of vomit comes up in your mouth. <laughs> a little bit. That were you know what this is? This is revenge for the name BFGs. <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> Karma. You really it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. He's going to uh, look over at her nervously and look back at Seisha with his look like, would you do this to me? He doesn't, he doesn't look happy. Up, like, wait, like craning her neck like, huh. Like, how am I going to get on this? She runs her hands down the sides of his face and just whispers to him, take care of them. Just stand here by me. It'll be fine. And smooches his nose. <laughs> And then I'm going to carefully help her onto the horse. Oh. And then I'm going to clamor like I've never ridden a horse in my life. <laughs> desperately trying again and again until eventually V comes over and pushes me on to the actual <laughs> Fairly certain that, that Petunia is almost basically doing a split on this horse. Yeah. <laughs> Like her, her feet are kind of like out in a V almost because like that, that would be more comfortable. And she's like, okay. And Harold's like holding the reins and he looks back at her and he's like, do you, do you want to just walk? Okay. You should ride the horse, Harold. Fine, I'll ride the horse. Petunia. <laughs> Petunia, it would help if you rode in front of Harold. Okay. That way his arms could guard you and from falling like... off the horse. 
she'll stand up on the horse and kind of like shimmy her way around i am going to be prepared to catch her because i a see this coming ro- no that's a seven that's a ten <laughs> okay there's a couple one. times where you almost fall almost fall whoa there to kind of Gotcha, I gotcha. But like keep you balanced as you shimmy over awkwardly and kind of take the front position in front of you. For Harold. the first time you guys see Harold extremely awkward in a social <laughs> situation. He's just stiff and his eyes are staring over her and he's just holding the reins. And you guys are probably with no matter if your insight is anything if your passive insight's above a 10, you can one hundred percent tell I'm crushing on Petunia. <laughs> oh, that's- I know. <laughs> oh my goodness! Go in this horse. I will be walking, holding the rein. It's <laughs> <Okay>. even worse. <laughs> You're on a pony ride. <laughs> this yeah. game is the greatest of all time. Oh my Always lord! Throw it out there. Oh, like a, a parent watching their kids and the you know the, keep that door open <laughs> <laughs> and he he just looks like he's just sitting there and he's just staring at him and he's like he's, everything on his face says we should have walked <laughs> so harold tell us about your new instrument huh the one that i didn't break oh uh, yeah uh and he kind of reaches up and he pulls it over and just talking about music seems to already get him a little loosened up and he's like yeah and he stretches it out and you see the billows come in as an ethereal wave of dark purple and I will play something for them Mm, 24 so it's really good it uh, sounds beautiful, but I also need you to make an acrobatics check as you're trying to ride a horse and play an instrument. <laughs> okay. Can I assist since I'm right there? No, you are no, not. No, you are I, 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 uh, 12. Oh, yeah, that's right. A total of 12. I had a better acrobatics than I thought. Okay, okay. That's not, that, that, that is enough to, to keep... You're, you're, there's a couple you're like, <laughs> and you're able to hide the flat notes from you wavering with a little bit of flourish. Uh, <laughs> your own. And you're just happily bobbing her head, just kind of swaying a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you can Trying actually not to sway see... too much because she'll probably fall off the horse if she does. Like you see the etherealness like basically right in front of you, and he's Aww. careful to not like envelop you in it. You can see, like, and he's showing you how it's like made of cards and stuff, and he'll like explain like how he got it, and uh, he's not, bra- but it's not in a braggy way. It's just like it's so crazy that this guy he called me a bard. He actually said it. He used the word bard. Well, you are a bard. I'm. Uh, depends on who you ask, really. Don't go to the college and ask. <laughs> well, don't go blocking. to Candlekeep and ask if I'm a scholar. Well, fuck them. They're idiots. As, as we're walking, I'm going to pull out Paper Bird and write on it and just say, um, my radiance, I'm afraid, long story short, I was kidnapped last night. I'm safe now. I'll come see you as soon as possible. And she'll fold it up and send it on its way. It's for Gariel, obviously. Of course. I, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so you watch as this little 
paper bird flutters away south as you are also heading south, but it heads a little bit more southeast as you head a little bit more south. Oh no, it heads southwest. You, you head, head southeast. southeast. Yeah. Yeah. And you come to the Gentle Rest Stables, a place some of you have been a few times, most notably V and Harold, to talk to a timid, somehow enchanted talking horse named Monty. As you turn the corner to see the large horse stable, you immediately see the place being overrun like an anthill recently stepped on. Almost the entirety of the roof has been caved in from multiple entrance points of something huge. Carpenters, roofers, and maces, masons work tirelessly in the hot summer sun trying to repair things as fast as possible. Members of the Carters and Coachmen's Guild work side by side with members of the Wagon Makers and Coach Builders Guild to create more double-decker community transports to counter the loss of individual carriages. You look around both inside the stables and around the area and you do not see a single horse nearby. Eerie for a place that is typically teeming with the sounds of popping hooves and on the hard cobblestone. Uh, Harold uh, is like Okay, uh, ride over, um, and he's going to hop down, and I'm going to help Petunia down, mm-hmm. and I'm going to look around, like, where the hell is Monty? Monty? Monty's um, uh, a horse A that, horse he likes. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going A to, horse we should all like. We all do like, I, I think. And I'm going to... <laughs> I'm joking. I'm going to head over to the... Uh, uh, to where Monty would normally be, and I'm going to assume that Monty's not there. No, there are no horses. Nothing. Here. You go to his stable, and there is a hole above his stable. Can I find the man who runs this place? Of course. Uh, anybody that would like to uh, do some investigation or perceptions, you can. This is not uh, restricted to the rule of two. Sweet. I would also like to know, judging by the attack, judging by the holes. Can I get an idea of how big this thing is? Yeah, so if you'll just, you can make me, we'll say you're doing that before you start asking around as you're looking. You make me a perception check, and anybody else who wants to ask around, make investigation checks. Not bad. I got a 21 on investigation. Nice. 19. Uh, I'm doing perception, and I also got a 21. I got a 5. Got a 9 on investigation. Um, Harold, you are just overtaken with grief knowing that your friend is gone. And uh, Petunia, you're kind of focused on Harold, who seems to be distraught. Distraught. For um, Vinley, you start going around and asking people. Or listening. And figuring out what may have happened. And you hear, "It, it came down like a monstrosity, a fury in the night. I, I saw it head southeast towards the dock ward. If you can return those horses, we will give you 20 dragons per returned horse. Um, and then, you you know, continuing on. And there's others. Yep. Smoke filled the sky like, like a low tide fog bank rolling in on a cold winter's night. It seeped through the stables, obscuring any sight we had at the sound of wood came crashing down, followed by the crying neighs of our horses being ripped into the sky. The fog was hot, like a warm steam, followed by a bright light of red and orange and blue, 
that lit up the fog like a lantern with a dark silhouette of a huge adult-sized dragon. That is all that you get. And for uh, Seisha and Voss. Uh, you come across a few broken carriages and inspect the size of the holes left in the stables. Easily see that this creature is huge, larger than any creature you have faced yet. You look around and actually see workers from the loyal order of street laborers laying in new cobblestones into the pavement. As you look at the stones and look them over, you see gashes in uh, the stonework and in the wood of uh, the stables and around as wide and as long as most of your arms. If you were to judge it by petunia size, it would almost be the length of her whole body. You also notice a shimmer on the ground that you first thought was just natural minerals of the stone glistening in the sun until you noticed it on the sides of buildings as well. You notice that this trail leads southeast towards the bay. Mm. All signs point to uh, the size of this being larger or smaller than... Um... Cellophane. Yes, thank you. Bigger. Bigger, bigger. than Okay, good. Yep. That makes yeah. me happy. And no. from happy. the... Yeah, because that means it's not him. <laughs> like the, the scraping of metal left behind is a good sign too, but I just want all the reassurance I can get. Despite <laughs> despite there being, uh, not knowing particularly about magic, this has been mentioned several times, I think by Vajra Safar, there's an anti-dragon yeah. spell mm -hmm. on the city, correct? Yes, there's a mythal that... Uh, when in the creation of Waterdeep, all of all of the main arc pages created this barrier that keeps dragons from leaving or entering. Mm -hmm. Keeps dragons out, keeps freshness in. And everyone that I either overheard or talked to <laughs> said that they never actually saw it. They no. saw it within the smoke. Correct. Yep. Perfect. It looks all like sides, we need to head southeast. Yeah, all sides are leading towards the bay. Do we know when it attacked? Um, the people I talked to said it came at night. <clears throat> that Was it all of them who said it came at night? or The stables got attacked at night. Yep. There have been attacks at random times, but this was the biggest attack with the most horses taken. Gotcha. Oh, also... Um, Voss, uh, for each horse we return, we get 20 gold pieces. Noted. All yes. right. Alive. Alive, alive, alive. I can work with either. Where would you be able to keep that many horses in the city? Hopefully not underwater city. again. I hope not either. They got oh. Monty. I hate water. Me too. I'm not. Never mind. Look, all I know is that we have to get Monty back. We have to get all these horses back if we can do it. We, we, we really will. have we to will. get Monty back. We can't just... We will. We're going to. We're going to get all the horses. But oh, we have okay. to go look for them first. Monty's so special. Somebody has to know something. Maybe they know what direction the horses were carried off in? The grinding on the ground over here indicates that it went southeast. 
Wow, you are way smarter than me. Okay. And those people over there said it headed towards the bay. Perfect. Let's go. What is a building in the bay or towards the bay area that would be able to house this many horses? There, there are thousands. So the like okay. the bay is the whole south side of Waterdeep. Ah. Uh, that you've seen that is the southern and uh, southern ward and the dock ward. Uh, but the southeastern side, uh, m- it's hard to say. Okay. There are some abandoned warehouses and things like that that could possibly house it, but a lot of it Someone is just hear. huh? Someone would hear though. Yeah. There there's is it's strange. There might be reasons. Okay. Also, uh, everyone, be on guard. Uh it apparently spews steam or fog or smoke. Of course it does. Why would you make something that spews steam? Why would you make a hippo zebra, whatever that thing was? Oh, because they're adorable. How did you know what a hippostrich was? I remember it. They mentioned it, didn't they? Uh, I go to the proprietor of this place at the same time. Is he around? Uh, They are busy uh, enraptured with the guild members. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, If if you go and uh, talk to them real quick, they, they all I would ask is if he has access to a single horse that he would be willing to loan to us for a sum. Nope. And uh, it, uh. they say they let you know because of what you're doing. If they had one, they'd let you, but they don't. But they don't. Understood. As you see, n- no horses. Yep. Got one. Yep. You have. Oh, you turn around; it's gone. <laughs> Son of a bitch! It's quick. It's quick. <laughs> so, uh, where you, what are you guys doing? So she's just like, I reappear it? Um, yeah. <laughs> head towards the direct. I would suggest to the group that we head towards the direction, obviously, that I was going in, keeping the nimble right detector out to see if it has any sort of reaction as we move into that area. That's a good plan. Hey, Seisha, you can take the horse this time. Okay. We'll, I'm gonna... we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll walk. I'm going to go. If that's okay and... with you, if, in, unless you want to ride Petunia. It's okay. Okay. Less, oh, less place for me to fall. Mage armor. Okay. That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, and it feels good to have the protection of Mistra at your side once again. She relishes in it. Because yeah. that entire time we were in a beer, I did not have mage armor. Oof. Mm. So just as you head that way and you're about to cut across uh, Telshambra Street into the dock ward after heading south on the high road, you hear the familiar sound of hurried feet heading in your direction. Running up to you from one of the alleyways is the sun-kissed man like a well-tanned leather. His long salt and pepper chin strap beard and canvas overalls hide most of his button-down blue flannel shirt. A familiar straw hat hides his aged and hardworking face from the harsh <gasps> sun as he spits out the straw he was chewing on. Ventures, Ventures, I, I need your help. Russell, what's wrong? Uh, he tips his hat and his, ma'am, I'm Russell Bo- uh, Bowling, but you can call me Rusty or Rust Bowl if you please. But it is, uh, it's good to see you all again. I, I, I need your help finding Shantia and Yandala. Oh no, 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 they took your horses too. I was We're just on the way it. to try to find the horses. Oh, thank, 
thank Chantia and Yandala for your help. What, what happened? I, well, I was making a delivery to the House of Good Spirits. Um, when I walked outside after unloading and signing the paperwork, I found my house. They're just taken. They're, they're gone. Broad daylight. The cart is fine, minding the rain's cut and a few uh, of, of parts of the front end busted. Uh, anyways, the watch says it's a problem they can't handle. Why, why do you think that is? They're busy taking care of other aspects of the city, and this is something that requires a very particular approach. The one we come up with, in the moment, as we do it. Well, Did it seem like the ropes were cut with a claw or, or like something sharp, like a knife? Like That seems strange. Uh, broke from uh, weight. Wait. Oh, it just tugged them right over. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have well, a whatever, whatever can steal my horse. I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah, you were wanting to say something. This is to the DMs. Okay. Um, ma'am? <laughs> Shanti and the other name, do those sound like something? Because he just praised them as if they were gods. Was you he just make a religion, religion check. check. Okay, cool. I will also make that religion check because I need to know which of my necklaces to wear. Hey, not bad. 14. Probably no. 15. Oh, uh, now I know how it feels. Uh, so both both <laughs> and Yandala are gods that that are over farming. Yandala is actually the of the halfling pantheon. So you and is rumored to be the creator of the entire halfling race, um, but is in itself a farming deity. It, it, it is actually said that Yandala is an aspect of Shantea. Well, I definitely pull out my Yandala necklace, obviously. Yeah. Yandala looks like a shield with a cornucopia uh, emblazoned uh, on it. And uh, Chantia is... Uh, like this gem, <laughs> I love saying this word, uh, this gemstone rose encircled with a like wheat uh, of horseshoe. Yep. Uh, but they are basically the harvest uh, goddesses. Yep. We'll and, find them. Yes, and and it, yeah, it, this guy named his horses after the goddesses he, he worships. Yeah, her face was kind of like this. <laughs> Just... Don't worry, we'll find them. Oh. Did you hear anything strange or anything amiss while you were signing it? Something that alerted you to their being taken. Uh, I was gently and elbow her arm. <clears throat> I, I was in the, the, the brewery. It's pretty loud in there. Hmm. Were yeah. there any people on the street that saw anything? I, when I came outside, no. It's strange. Like they had all just gone somewhere. Like they, they all ran away. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're looking into it, and we'll get them back. Good thing I found you. you know, Boglins and twiglings I can handle, but whatever can take my horses, that's above my pay grade. Please save my ladies. My life would just be a mess without them, and my crops would just, they'd go to ruin. And, um, I could tag along and wait nearby, or I can just meet you at your uh, tavern later. Meet us at the tavern. Meet us at the tavern, yeah. Why don't you, let's yeah, not... why don't you go have a, a drink and um, here. And she pulls out a scratch of paper, uh, like a, just a scrap yeah, of paper, and just writes down Kara, 
please give him a drink on the house and folds it up and hands it to him. Okay. Harold leans over at Leaf's not gonna like that. I'll pay for it later. <laughs> Can I make an arcana check on bogglings and twiggles? Twigglings? Uh, twigglings. <laughs> Boglins and twigglings. Yeah, can I make an arcana on that? Sure. Yeah, can I make an arcana roll on Boglin? <laughs> <laughs> not you know, the same. I don't, yeah, I'm not going to make that roll because I don't need to know. Uh, those are definitely words he just made up. This man's crazy. You, you're Actually, you're not wrong. They might be assigned to other things, but yeah, it could be... Yep. <laughs> it could be just made up words. <laughs> the funny. reason I said that is because I rolled a one. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Out of play, you're not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. All right. Um, so as you make your way into the dock wards, um, somebody, and this will be rule of two, uh, give us survival checks. No, 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 not me. I'll make mine. I'm, I'm pretty good at I think it. Mine are actually. Good. I'm, I'm good. decent. No, never mind. I'm totally lying. I don't That'll know who... do. That's a nineteen. Who's the other one? Me. You. Oh, me. Me okay, and you, yeah. What'd you get? I got a 19. Uh, yours wins. I got a 14. All right. Um, and seeing as you were one of the ones who saw this in the first place, uh, you follow the spattering of what looks to be shimmering sparkles like an iridescent oil rainbow that stain the ground and a few buildings in a direction that leads you through the tumultuous and stench-ridden dock ward. You make your way into an area of the dock ward that bleeds just into the lowest edge of the castle ward near the naval docks on the high end of the bay. The area is littered with what looks to be buildings intermingled with half-built or abandoned ships, like walking the sea floor of the bay. The wood pathways here created by the wooden skeletal bones of the ship graveyard create passageways and walkways that remind you of the field ward. The amount of debris and sails and twisting alleyways cause shadows no matter what time of day. A perfect spot for cutthroats and alley blades, yet for some reason you do not see anybody nearby. A strong, you got a 19, right? Yeah. Yep. A strong, earthy stench hits your nostrils. It is almost drowned out by the smell of rotten, old, and moldy wood mixed with the acrid fetter of the fish market meat baked in the hot summer sun. The smell is not pleasant or unpleasant, almost like a foul, fermented plant matter. Ugh, it smells like wet-cut grass. Ugh. I smell Ugh. fish. And fall. <laughs> As you wind through this labyrinth of old shipyard that looks to be trashed by a hurricane made of fire, burnt and waterlogged wood seems to be uh, the makeup of every building and platform here. You sometimes even find yourself walking over creaking burnt wood, barely holding together like a floating dock. At so some point, uh, you all saw a see a sign painted into one of the ribs of an overturned ship hull that now creates an archway that you can barely make out to read. Mist Shore, in all capital letters. But Voss, the nimble right detector begins to faintly, very faintly hum now that you're in this area. Whatever it is, it's here. 
quick thought. The man earlier with the horses said he was indisposed. The other, the creature attacked at night. Thought occurs that it may not attempt an attack if it thinks people are around. It then He then said, that was at the stables. Okay. Rusty has just been attacked. Like while you were at the stables, his horses got taken. No, I know, but was he wasn't there watching the horses, correct? Correct. Right, but there were still people on the street. Were there people on the street? Yeah, he said they ran. You got the sense that he you got the sense that yeah, he didn't see anybody when he came out. Okay. You probably got the sense that people probably saw something and ran the fuck away. So it's not it's not skittish then. Never mind then. But we'll continue onward then. Anybody anybody wants to make history check on Miss Short? I would love to. Huh. I'll make a history check. Okay. Okay. Cool. So V and Seisha. Seven must be my number today. Woo! Natty well, 20, 23. What up? What up? That what is up? a Natty 20. 24. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. I still know just as much as you. You do. Yeah. So, yeah. We both know this. Yeah. Um, v, you know this because you are a Water Davian native. Yep. And it was one of the places you were told to never go. Yep. As as a as a child growing up in the Sea Ward. Uh, Although it is not in the Incaridian, in your research of Waterdeep, you have come across what the Mist Shore is. And the Mist Shore was the name given to the dilapidated north shore of Waterdeep's harbor in the late 15th century. After the spell plague of 1385, Waterdeep went into a decline and maintenance of the harbor was neglected. Many ships sank or were scuttled into the northern harbor and eventually Waterdeep's outcasts created a small community on the wreckage ship hulls. The harbor water was polluted and smelled horribly. In 1491, Mishore was largely destroyed in a massive fire with most ships burning down to the waterline and having to be towed out into the harbor to prevent other vessels from ruining, running afoul in the wreckage. By 1492, which is the current year, most buildings in the neighborhood were still burned and abandoned. Mishore was considered so dangerous that the city watch refuses to send patrols into the area. Oh boy. That doesn't sound like a good oh boy. Not like an oh boy. This is kind of like the worst part of the dock ward. It's it's basically where the the outcasts made their home and it's kind of rough and tumble. I've been told to never go there basically my whole life. (laughs) Sounds like a fun place to go. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Hey. Just be careful as you're walking because it's pretty much like this the whole way. Great. Sonia, perhaps you should um, hold on to someone for support walking over this next bridge. It's a great idea. You want me to carry you? No, I don't think that's necessary. Perhaps just a simple handhold for stability. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are killing me. (laughs) While while Petunia is- This is the actual look. look. Harold's giving this look to Vinley. (laughs) Your wingman's wings are made of lead. (laughs) Yeah. So and you're getting just the slightest babies. of upturn left right. mouth. There's like a oh. Harold, Harold knows you know. 
Harold grimaces and he's like, yeah, I can, I don't mind doing that. Okay. And he's if you don't going, mind. I don't mind. I, I really don't mind at all. Uh, he's going to reach a hand down very slowly and take her hand and she can feel it shaking. All right, let's do this. It's just total confidence in his face, body, body posture, everything. You can feel his hands shaking. It's a little sweaty in the palm. Yeah, exactly. It'll she'll it'll she'll occasionally press and digitate. <laughs> <laughs> she won't say anything. Just oh my god. <laughs> so funny. All right, as you begin to enter into Miss Shore. Uh, following the whirring and clicking noises of the nimble right detector as it begins to undulate and spin. Following its path, focusing on the intensity of its noises and movements, you come to an old building surrounded and almost encased in the wreckage of a few sailboats. The outside has peeling paint and faded lettering that once read Waterdeep Paper Mill. As you listen in, those of you with a passive perception above a 13... You hear the sounds of neighing and exasperated sighs from equine creatures inside. Oh. Sis. I, aside from horses, do I hear anything else? Not right now. Need to be careful when we open up the doors to any place the horses are in because they're going to try to break out and the moment they try to break out, that thing's going to try to grab them and pull them back. Not to mention they're going to be in an enormous pyramid, so it's going to be really, really hard to get them back together. Perhaps I could have Dr. Jones take a look inside? That sounds like an excellent idea. I was about to ask if there were any windows. Uh, and we'll get back to that after break. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> Uh, we will be right back we're going to take a short 15 to 20 minute break uh, and while we do reminder there's a uh, hashtag eldritch and hashtag beyond so you can win an eldritch foundry miniature and a digital copy of rhyme of the frost maiden including uh, glacial ice dice which rolled extremely too well for our players way too well they don't roll that well for me beautifully they roll great I'm just kidding. They roll really well, and I love them. <laughs> they are gorgeous, though. So please enter if you have not done so. Please enter only once. Do not be disqualified. We're going to make the poll at the end, uh, and it doesn't matter if you are here or not. Uh, we'll, we'll message you yep. and all that information. So we'll see you in a little bit. All right. We'll be back in a few. Welcome to Rock Punch, where the jokes are freaking awesome and the shenanigans are always dabbing. Come join the gang on a, like a really hot vape adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Watch the crew as they just jerk off around the workplace, dog. Complain about movies that you can watch on a phone or whatever. whatever. Stream on Twitch like Minecraft and other stuff. Is boredom a part of your day? Then you need to seize the moment. Maybe take DMT. Look at that! Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a reference to Fleischer cartoons from the 40s? Anyway, these guys don't have jobs, I guess. But they do! At twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. 
Or if you're like old school and like analog, you can watch their videos. They're released every Wednesday on YouTube. You ever think that Wednesday is not spelled like it sounds? You should say it like Wednesday, but it doesn't. Anyway, whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I... Great. I'm not... Excellent. We're totally in the same room together. Anyway, with entertainment for geeks and gamers, things that are cool now in 2020, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a break from all your sick skate moves on your Heelys, or save your money at the vape shop and tune into Rock Punch, bruh. Dab, 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 dab. It's your favorite cinnamon bun of joy, Seisha. That happened, and then, so yeah, then this happened. Hey everybody, and we're back with the BFT back in Waterdeep. Yay! Yay! Hi! Um, uh, tagging along with the wonderful Petunia Potts, lovable clumsy halfling who stumbles her way across the splendors. Um, Seisha made her way to the font find out some books were missing. Harold made his way to an instrument shop and was nearly gifted one of the greatest instruments ever made. Uh, and the rest had, uh, all found out, all met up with Petunia and they are all investigating a dragon problem that is stealing horses. Yep. That's basically That's it. basically where we are. Yeah, find themselves in Miss Shore. Yep, you're in Miss Shore and you ju just come to a building that says water, you know, decayed sign that says water deep paper mill. Uh, and that's where you are. Does it smell like a paper mill? Uh, it is far too old and abandoned. Good. A functioning one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. <laughs> but it doesn't we smell much out for better where you are. Yeah, it, it doesn't smell much better. It smells like horse poo now. Yeah, but I can take horse poo any day of the week. A paper mill is the worst. Oh, it's so bad. The worst. Harold stares at the building and looks back at them and looks back inside. He's like, how are we going to get the horses out? Uh, let's get a beat on the situation first. And I turn to Petunia. All right. And can, I will... Venley, can, can you both send in something? One take up, one take down? It can't hurt. It never hurts to try. I trust you guys. Okay. I will cast. I guess you've never seen her actually cast uh, Find Familiar. We have. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. All right. She will cast Find Familiar. She'll take out the quill from behind her ear and she'll like draw like in the middle of the air. She'll draw a mouse and then Dr. Jones will appear in her hand. And you don't have to mouse. cast it. it it's, you don't have to, to spend the spell slot because once okay. it's cast, it's it's there until it dies. You can just Perfect. take it, summon it, and, and but that's That's e easily how you summon it. You yeah, 100%, which is awesome. Uh, scribe him into being. Uh, mm -hmm. Are you taking low or high? Low. Okay. And um, then I, with the flying familiar, will go high. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Go ahead and make me some passive, or not passive, sorry, uh, investigation or perception rolls. Okay. Let's say here. As I'm sure you are looking through your familiars. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I just did it. <laughs> Vinley will uh, grab onto Voss's elbow and her eyes will roll back into her head. Uh, I keep eye out considering we are in a bad part of the town. 
if anyone's going to sneak up on us. Okay. Same. Okay. Uh, what are your <clears throat> perceptions? Yep. Or investigations. What'd you um, give? I got a seven. Okay. Which I'm going to blame that on because Petunia is currently, while Vinley is holding on to Voss, Petunia is holding on to Harold and she's a little bit distracted at the moment. So she's just kind of like, oh, okay, I'll just be here. <clears throat> <laughs> and the ever uh, pragmatic Vinley got a 23. Yeah. So uh, as you flutter up to the top through Savard, you look for any windows, something. There are no windows looking into the building. However, as you get and crest over the top onto the roof, you see that nearly the entire roof is caved in with nothing more than the edges of rafters uh, that encircle a huge hole leading down into the belly of the building. Uh, she'll be slightly whispering everything she sees. Okay. Um, <clears throat> do you go further? Yes. And he is going to try and move forward stealthfully. I need a stealth check for Savard. Which he has advantage on. <laughs> Let me see. Savard, where are you? Um... That is a dirty 20. Nice. Now, do your senses only do sight, or do you get all of your senses? I, I'm doing uh, everything except feeling. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> Savard enters to find the, and there's this waft of stench of manu manure that permeates through every inch of this warehouse. You look down, and there's anywhere between like 20 or 30 horses meandering through this now cramped space as you cautiously flutter and land on one of the rafters ahead, above you hear the inhale and exhale of what sounds like an old iron furnace the horses you see seem to be calm but a few of them are starting to look weak and very hungry however what catches your eye the most is the massive pile of machinery wrapped in stitched together hide resting on a pile of broken debris from the rafters above. Oh. And she's still whispering this almost to Voss, but if anyone were to come closer, they could hear it. Um, she's going to tell him to, like, search around for another opening like perhaps something I could see that is like an unlocked door or knowing the temple of gone, there's probably an off switch on this thing okay, somewhere. So Savard to look, fly around. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me another perception check. All right. That's a natural 20. Oh my God. Nice. Um, it's a total right. of a 26. You, you find a doorway blocked by some debris on the south end of the building. Uh, only a few busted windows that look into offices on the south side with two interior broken double windows on the interior that look into the warehouse filled with horses. So there's like the main row of windows and the door on the very outside. And then through the offices, you only see two other windows that lead into <clears throat> yep. the horse bay. Gotcha. 
on the north side, you find two massive cargo bay doors. They both seem to be heavily uh, locked with an old chain that wraps uh, the two large sliding doors of each bay door together, but the chain looks old and rusted. Um, she will then tell Savar to make his way back and she'll come back. Okay. So that's what we're dealing with. Um, I don't know the best way to get in there and it's currently sleeping. I think. Does it need to sleep? Or would it only be doing it because it thinks that's what it should be doing? Perhaps the latter. It's really sad when you think about it. How big is this thing? Why is it sad? Did it look like an adult-sized dragon? Yes. Uh, 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 it's about an adult size, like everyone said. Does Harold have any idea how big they, they get? Uh, adult-sized dragons. Um, about the size of a house. He's, he's a big boy. Yeah. Great. No, nowhere near uh, Vandris. Yeah, no, nowhere, nowhere near that big. No, nowhere near with. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. That, even the, for an ancient, that's like beyond big. Uh, <clears throat> this is. Let me see. Hold on, actually. Uh, probably be about 30 to 40 feet long with an equal uh, wingspan, and the height could probably reach at least 20 feet. So, so no movement. I, I, okay. No movement. No sound coming from it at all. Just stillness. Was it like I don't breathing? Why don't we try I to gotcha. talk to it? Perhaps we don't know if it can I mean, talk. Though. If it thinks it's a dragon, if it is a dragon, whatever it is, it it's probably would be willing to talk. And if it's... you speak Draconic? Yes. Okay, rock on. Oh. I do too. But... Oh, rock on. In a pinch. Oh, rock on. Oh. Well, I guess that's the solid half of the group. So <laughs> you guys take we the could, lead. We could go in and try talking to it while you guys get into place. One of us sneaks around and opens a door for everybody else to sneak in. Okay. There's one door blocked by just a bunch of stuff. And then the cargo bays in the back are chained, but they're rusty. They look weak. I suggest not Ah, opening the crowbar. Foss, give me your crowbar. Oh, yeah. You can probably so, just so the, the just so you know the chains are on the inside, not yeah. the outside. Yeah, outside. yeah. Uh, and the from what you could tell from the door, which is closer to the the front door is closer to where you are. That opens up into some offices that's just buried with debris. You could probably push through that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be loud. Or climb through the very sharp uh, glass covered windows. Yep, or climb through the windows that, that are, are broken and stuff. There. But yeah. you could go um, through the window. I mean, I'm kind of covered in metal. Yep. Not all of us are covered in metal. Yeah, but I'm saying I could go in and move the stuff so you can get in. Go make noise. I'll be quiet. So, 
I'll try to the be The only one of these that has been able to speak or interact in any way that's not programmed has been Nim, and Nim has stated he is special. I don't know if talking to this thing is going to be possible. But I thought you said it had part of Nim in it. So did the last Nimble Rite. They all had some sort of core. Right. And I destroyed it. And I was able to talk to the one who could sign. Perhaps. Perhaps. There was, there was one that could sign, and I spoke with it. What's up, Petunia? Perhaps, Stacia going in, you're rather armored, and you could be rather loud. You might wake it. Maybe one of us could find a small opening, or... Something Someone could propel the through the ceiling. I'll um, I'll head up. I got an idea. If we could, hold on. I mean, Voss is the sneakiest, sneakiest of all of us. He could repel through the ceiling and then move the stuff and open the door for us. Or he'd just walk in if I gave him invisibility. That would also work. All the entranceways were blocked, correct? Yeah, so you have a door that is barred, or not barred, but uh, that is just there's, covered in debris. Yeah, it's like, debris and, covered that fell in there. Yeah, the door opens in. You could easily push that open. It is going. It is not going to be quiet because you're pushing debris across the floor. There are was there a lock on the chain door, or was it just a chain? It, there was a lock, yes. but the lock and chain are on the inside. Yeah. I know. And the uh, windows on the south side uh, next to the door are broken open, but there's shards of glass everywhere. Yep. Okay. Um, I turn to her and say, I'll take the invisibility. I will see the quietest way, despite there being a chain there, might be to open the cargo bay doors. That's what I was thinking, too. I'll try that first. Now, do I know if I do any action that breaks invisibility, correct? any aggressive action. Aggressive action. Okay. Yeah. Does picking a lock count as an aggressive yeah. action? Okay. Picking a, picking a lock, and I'm going to make the ruling that a picking a lock would not break invisibility. Yeah. Okay. I will take that into account then and let, I will let Harold explain that to me as I would not know. Yeah. I'm like, as long as you don't attack anybody, you shouldn't burst out. It's the intention to hurt something or cast a spell on something that's going to okay. be, as long as you're just doing your thing very subtle, should be fine. Keeping in mind that if you open those cargo doors, those horses are probably going to run. The horses are just inside, correct? I don't, why don't we come in through the office door? Because that gives us some place to collect inside so the three of us can go talk to it. And if it doesn't work, then everybody else rushes out. We have to okay. think if this thing attacks of a way to restrain it without destroying it. The best way. down with a bunch of ropes. We don't have a bunch of ropes. Give it's um, power source, probably. It does have that. It, I don't know. Do you think it has an off switch? I seriously doubt it. Removing a power source is one thing. The last thing we did was just destroy it. I don't know if there's a way to safely remove it. It's possible. I don't know. I don't know. We're all dealing with the unknown here, but we can't do anything until we take action. Harold, go ahead. Alrighty, here we go. Uh, and Harold is going to play his uh, accordion very softly away from the building, obviously. Okay. And I will uh, 
use my new accordion to cast invisibility, which I will not get back until the next dawn. Yep. Okay. While you're playing, could you offer me some sweet, sweet words of encouragement? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was 100% going to do that. Um, okay. So, Harold uh, is like, leans over to where he knows you're invisible, and he's like, I mean, come on, man. How hard can this possibly be? It's a dragon. I mean, like, <laughs> just a dragon. I mean, like, come on. You probably dealt with dragons before. This is small time stuff. I am inspired by the fact that I don't want to break Harold's heart and the fact that I have dealt with dragons as much as he has. And so I display a bolstered confidence. Your confidence, yeah. your confidence could come from Harold's like seeming confidence in you. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, so you have a D8 inspiration die. Um, Sweet. And as, as Harold plays this accordion and you watch as the ethereal almost like a deck of cards comes out and goes in. You watch as the magic doesn't come from Harold, it comes from the accordion itself as these purple music notes fly out and begin to adhere themselves to you. And everywhere they, they touch, you watch as your skin fades and vanishes until you are covered with music notes and you are gone from sight. That was amazing. Harold's like, that really was amazing. Holy shit, that was so cool, Harold. That was beautiful. It was all right, I guess. Vinley, please. Thank you. Thank you all. Uh, Do you want me to make the stealth check now or when I get in the building? Uh, now's fine. Okay. Yep. And if you're going to the top side, you see that with all of these overturned sailboats and the crazy ship wreckage and everything, you could... In fact, not just have to, like, you don't have to climb or scale the, the sides. You could acrobatics your way across these uh, pathways if you so wished. It would be easier for me. So yeah. I will do that. Uh, 26 on my stealth. Okay, noted. Acrobatics is a 23. Okay, easy enough. You make your way up to the roof and you can see that massive. Uh, wreckage as you or move up on that higher vantage point and you can see where that caved in is that kind of leads into the belly of this building. Yeah, you see yeah. the rafters that encircle this hole. You see the 20 to the 30 horses and you see the pile of machinery that seems to be perched and resting upon the pile of broken debris. Uh, I'd like to take this time as I am steady. I'd like to observe it. Is it moving, showing any signs of life in quotation marks? And also, is there any way, anything that indicate a way to get inside of it? Study it for a moment. Not, so you are about 30 35 up. feet yeah. up. You're high up, but also this thing is not moving. The most you can see is the mechanical spine where there seems to be these gears at different points where a uh, a thick wrapped metal rope, you could say, uh, intertwines through all of those gears uh, at kind of like along its spine and wrapped around its body, mostly what you see is stitched together tanned hide leather. Yep, and uh, so it's hiding most of its body. Yep. So from this vantage point and what you can see of it, you there's no way to discern any of that. Fair enough. I will um, 
then uh, assuming there's not a way I can flip, jump, or flop my way across rafters um, down without alerting it, I'll use the grappling hook to slowly lower myself down, whichever would be quiet. You easily discern that using the grappling hook would be way easier as you would have to jump down 35 feet. Yep. Well, and let's I, avoid that. Yep. And as you begin to make your way down the rope, you can actually see that there are several sections of a second story, maybe at one point, a catwalk, something, but periodically throughout the, along the walls, about 20 feet up, there are remnants of a platform yeah. along the walls. Noted. I lower myself down, uh, okay. having to leave the grappling hook where it is, obviously, and slowly make my way across through a sea of horses <laughs> towards the back end of the door to where the lock is. Yeah, I actually, what I'm going to need you to do, because there are about 20 to 30, as we said. Oh, yeah. Are, they're not, I mean, some are just standing. There's a couple kind of moving about. They're not, they're not like in a frenzy or anything, but there's, there's, there's a couple stomping. Um, go ahead and just give me another acrobatics check to move your yeah. way around. Without touching or spooking or anything yep. like that. This is fair. Because I even been around invisible, horses. <laughs> horses do spook easily, and even I know, I know of horses. I know, know horses. He knows the way of the equine. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, are you hmm. horse girl? Uh, no. Uh, nineteen. Okay. Okay. Uh, you notice that this big pile of machinery is uh, laid out in front of one of the bay doors, but there is a bay door uh, to. The, I guess that would be if that's so. East side. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Head towards that. Okay. Um, as you make your way east, go ahead and give me a Thieves' Tools check. Cool. This is what I was saving the uh, inspiration for. I need it. Okay, good. Uh, that shores it up to a dirty 20. Okay. Um, you fiddle with it for a while, making sure to be extremely quiet, but what you notice about this lock is it is very frustrating. You know this type of lock. You've unlocked this type of lock hundreds mm -hmm. of times, but with it being old and rusted from the saltwater air, it's giving you problems, but eventually, very carefully, you fill the tumblers, and with just a little bit extra pressure, you hear it go as you slowly remove it. Yes. Slowly remove and the chain. Try, trying to be as quietly, and I mean, you moving chains even quietly is still loud. As and you just every clank and rustle as the metal links move against each other. You try to be quietly peering over, looking at the massive form next to you as you slowly unwrap the chain you have the chain in your hand what do you do um looking over at all the horses um i don't like i've got the chain just in my hand yeah because you don't want to let it drop to the ground so you know yeah. you've been coiling it in your hand okay um how heavy is it uh it's about Let's see, 15 feet of chain. Uh, Four or five pounds. Yeah. 15 feet of chain, okay. 
Um, I would like to slowly, very slowly, um, take this to a place where there are no horses. Okay, so make another acrobatics to... check. I see people don't spec high into acrobatics and fools. Um, it's a 19. 19 again? Okay. And you're able to move and maneuver, and it's hard to find a place where there's no horses because horses fill this place, but you find a place that has some fallen rafters. Well, there's also the the back door that leads into the offices. All, yeah, which doesn't have any horses in it because they can't get to that. I will place the chains there then slowly okay. right, and go. make and my way through the sea of horses one more time. All right, one more acrobatics check. God, hey, we're we're doing good so far. Twenty four. All right. Okay. Yeah, more deft than before. You've kind of figured out the pattern of where they are. You make your way back to the unchained bay door. Uh, I rather than opening it wholesale, I would like to just gently slip outside of it if I can, and then. And gently just like slip outside of it and then gently close it as well so Try it doesn't that. yeah i know what you want to do but that's not what happens <laughs> okay because yeah. as soon as you go to push this open you hear the rusted metal hinges damn it yeah screech open as light begins to pour more into this area from the bay doors being opened um are the where is everybody else? Did you stay in the front or did you go around to the back where the bay doors are? The last yeah. we talked, we were waiting at the office. I would definitely have gone and waited at the bay doors. That would have been. I did say that's where I was going. Yeah. Oh, v I thought we. I thought is... we agreed to the office. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, V is really scared of not being stealthy enough, so she's just kind of slowly trying to follow wherever everybody else is. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting at the bay doors then. Okay, so you're at the bay doors and you hear. There's nothing. You hear nothing for the longest time. It's like 10, maybe even 15 minutes, and you heard nothing. And then all of a sudden, maybe he's making like, them into a pyramid. Like Harold, a, I swear to Ogma. A roaring beast. It screeches as these doors just slide yeah. open across each other. And I then, probably should have mended that before that. And they're, I mean, they're open. I, I'd say, I, knowing Voss, you didn't open them all the way. You opened them no. just enough to. Especially once it started screeching, you're like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Just enough for Sasha and V to squeeze in with your armor and, and yeah. your large size as you move in. Um, but as soon as I hear that, does it start to move? Oh, yes. And oh, um, as you all break the threshold of this warehouse, Suddenly, the massive pile of unassuming machinery wrapped in stitched-together hide, resting on the pile of broken debris from the rafters above, stands, now towering above you around 20 feet high or higher. Its neck arches, and you can see the plates line up. You can hear the gears working. The dark tan stitched-together leather wings stretch out wide and encircle him around around him in a massive shadowing full body halo causing his presence to nearly envelop the entire side of the room the weight of his tungsten claws slam into the wood floor bed lifting his brilliant gold and silver plated steel scalloped armored scales 
in the center of his chest is a massive ruby that pulsates and glows like an ethereal beating heart filled with fire. The sound of gears, pistons, and other mechanisms echo through the room like a large locomotive clock tower. And he turns in, turns around and looks at the bay door where you are all standing. Come forth and bow before the powerful and majestic Parade Float. Have you brought an offering to add to my horde of these freed creatures as powerful and majestic as I? Or have you come to fall prey to my mighty talons and jaws? Seisha holds her hand out and summons her steed. And as he comes up, she just slowly slides her hand onto his reins and walks forward. Yep. As you see, with each word, smoke billows out from between his teeth, escaping his mechanical lips. I would like to start moving off to the side slightly, keeping an eye on him to see if he notices me. Uh, and it was Parade, what? Parade Float. Yep. Thank parade. you. Yeah, parade flowat. Even like raising my hand above my head as if to wave it at him to see if he sees through this. No. I can mute myself. Um, you have not done anything to break your stealth. Yep. Mm-hmm. So no, he does not yeah, seem. It, it, his head does not seem to follow yours, but seems okay. locked on I will the front. Okay. Slowly move around to the side then, but I will wait. Um, let the group speak to it. All right, and as Seisha, as you summon your steed and start to march forward, I need everybody but Voss to make me wisdom saving throws. That bodes well. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, what, what could possibly go wrong? Hey, good thing we're next to Seisha. Yeah, get your plus three, babies. Uh, uh, Vinley and Harold, you have advantage on this. Oh, thank God. Oh, I know what Oh. having I rolled well enough. Okay, that might be okay. That might be okay. Seisha. Swear to God. I'm sorry, 17. 17. Okay. Okay. Harold? 16. Okay. Okay. Petunia. I got a six, but I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take I'm I'm gonna go with one of those nineteens that I rolled earlier. (laughs) Yeah. That might change things. Uh V. Thirteen. And Vinley. Sixteen. All right. So Petunia. You are nearly enraptured by the beauty of this modern marvel, but still your mind, as you know, this is nothing more than a construct. Everyone else. Oh no. You're and there's joking. a dragon. <laughs> you are all struck by awe in the presence of this enchanting construct. Your eyes get lost into the details of the visible wire and moving parts, all so intricate and enrapturing You can't think of anything else. You don't want to harm or destroy this creature in any way. You are currently charmed by it. Oh no. (laughs) I think that the dragon has a pretty good point. All I'm saying is that everything that the dragon said so far makes complete sense. It is majestic. Look at the size. We should have an offering. 
And as a matter of fact, I'm going to give you an offering right here. How about some music? Who loves music? Harold, is this a bit? Are you doing a bit? I know a great dragon song. You're going to love it. I'm just Guys, you can't hurt this dragon. No, no, nothing this magnificent. I've I've never seen anything like it. There's so... We just need to leave it be. Um, And you watch as it begins to, like, slowly claw closer towards you, Seisha. As it as it does, you watch as the horses scatter a bit, and it reaches a long taloned claw and wraps it around your horse. As it gently, as gently as it can, picks it up, brings it over to it, and you watch as it its other talon caresses the top of the mane as the flames lick around the tungsten steeled claws, as it then. Uh, moves it and pushes it into the rest of its horde. First thing I would like to do, get it, because they've done this kind of crap before, um, but this is strange. Can I make a general insight check at the group to see what's up? Sure, make an insight check. I'm just sad I don't have a, like a, an appropriate offering. I should have thought, oh. Um, you are correct. Harold especially does some weird things. Maybe he's buying you time. Seisha did try and just save the party by summoning her steed. However, what you pick up on the most is Petunia, who seems to be like, what the fuck is going on? And does not, maybe it's because she doesn't hang out with your group that much. She is not in on the bit, but she definitely is not okay with this dragon. Yeah, and um, my world of not being in on the bit. One of the <laughs> biggest thing he notices is that Vinley is actually like smiling at the dragon. Oh, like Jesus. okay. Um, gotcha. You, uh, at, before before you get going, as it okay. takes this the horse, it looks over at you and says, "This offering is satisfactory. Leave before I consume you." Thank you, great Parade Florat. Thank you so much for allowing us to give you this gift. Harold's gonna still, I mean, like, I'm not trying to hurt it, or am, yeah. nor am I trying to do anything bad. I'm, but I'm, but can I, I still know I need to take it back. I don't want to hurt it, I, but it has to go home. Is that acceptable, or, or am I like, no, I don't even want to do that anymore? Uh, correct, but um, I will say that you all can go ahead and make me another wisdom save as you get to repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn, and it has been about a, a round, so we can go ahead and everybody can repeat okay. the saving throw. Vinley and Harold still have advantage. Yeah, I would like to use this time, however, to begin moving closer to it. And as I get closer to it, I'm looking for, aside from the obvious part of the ruby on his chest, I know he's covered by hide. Is there a place large enough where I can either look into him or slip inside of him. Go ahead and make me a investigation check. Okay. Should save the inspiration for this. That part was too important. Hey, that's pretty good though. 24. You look over it and there is nowhere. You're looking probably on the underside as you move under it looking and there is absolutely nothing. It is what seems there are go into other gears and pistons. But with a 24, I will give you that there is probably, there probably is definitely some some compartment that op- that opens because otherwise how did, 
very well also yeah very similar to how um the other nimbleroids work when you look at them normally they don't look like they open but you've seen them open yes and and but you've seen nim do something you you never saw what he does but nim does something and you watch as that compartment then opens and when it closes there is no seams okay uh seisha your your wisdom save 22 22 okay you have broken hold harold 21 you have broken hold v oh 18 you have broken hold yay vinley with seisha's plus three i got a 28 whoa jeez uh, and, you fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Too high. Yeah. And with that, you, as it says this, and you all, you all kind of like shake your heads for a second as you realize that it's actually something else that catches your attention. You're looking at this, and something comes up from behind you, and you hear the timid voice of a gray dapple horse. Oh no! Oh, hey, friend. And. It is Monty's for, uh, voice that breaks your... Uh, Out of the awe of this dragon. Because what is more awe-inspiring than a mechanical beast than a talking horse? Monty, <laughs> oh my goodness, I knew you were going to be here and I didn't even bring apples. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Who's that horse just talked. Yes, he's Monty the talking horse. We've told you. We've been here. Yeah, but there's no one here to throw their voice for him and he talked. No, he's a talking horse, Aisha. He's always been a talking horse. Go ahead, he's always Monty. been able to talk. And he leans in and he goes, shh. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, and as you're like screaming, Seisha, you look over and there is the jaws of this dragon right at your face. And we need everybody to roll initiative. Yep. Oh, no! I have a question. Yeah, probably should uh, think uh, a little bit harder before you start screaming uh, with the surroundings. Just, just saying. Talking horse. Okay. I have a question. Yes. After breaking the charm, do I know that this creature just charmed me? It not. It's it's a uh, it's a presence. Yeah. It's not. It's not an intentional. It, much like that dragon that flew over and mm -hmm. just fear struck you, this one is so beautiful and so awe inspiring that mm -hmm. anyone in its presence is charmed is by charmed it. by it. Yeah. It's not a magic. Let the record show. I was natural. not frightened by that dragon that flew yeah. over. <laughs> hey, good for you. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> All right. So everybody, roll initiative. Gotcha. Ew. <laughs> ew. That's my initiative. It's ew. All right, let me let me do this. I got somewhat a graduate student. Let's, round let's just say I roll with advantage on initiative, and I'm pretty sure I'm going last. How <laughs> <laughs> oh. did Petunia do on her roll? <laughs> just so, like so her <laughs> absolutely not true is so not far eyes. beyond average her let me rephrase her her normal daily life is fairly average i'll put it that way okay you're a strong c plus <laughs> oh, <rude. laughs> does that make vinley just a regular c that's what i heard yeah. <laughs> oh, she's got a decent charisma she's cute uh, is everybody ready? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Seisha, what'd you get? Uh, a three. Okay. Good times. Boss. <laughs> 22. Harold. Eight. Oh, a yeah. scholarly eight. 
<laughs> Bringing that back. Finley, what'd you get? Oh, 11. V. 20. Petunia. 13. All right. 17. 17. All right. Uh, Bailey, if you wouldn't mind doing the old switch. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Look at the horses. Look at the uh, little horses. Uh, Petunia, if you have um, zoom up, you can click the three dots at the top uh, right hand corner and uh, pin yeah. the um, Bailey's image and you can see the map better. Gotcha. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to put Sasha's in there now. Yeah. Invisivos. Oh wow, there is an boss. Okay, boss, you are first. Oh, oh that's so good. Great, kind that of. That's actually great. Wait, where am I? I'm getting. Oh, there you are. I thought I thought you were done. Sorry. It'd be nope. great if this were a straight. Let's kill the thing. It's not. I know that's the problem. Okay, so I know it can open. Has it? Do I? Hard to say because it is a construct. Do I know if it's turned aggressive? Has it turned aggressive? Um, we are in a. It's it's like about to eat me. Does it? I'm saying, does it look like that? It it looks like it has become more hostile. It doesn't look like it has. Obviously, it's not attacked anyone yet, but it seems like it's gone on the aggressive side in the sense of like get away. Okay. And if you don't, things might happen. I will. Okay, it hasn't attacked anything yet. I don't want to make a move directly on it until it does, and I know this thing opens up. I would like to stealthily, I'm in its attack range. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I will disengage, and I want to get to Harold. Okay, easy enough. Get within, like, as close as I can to him without spooking him, the horses, or anybody else, and just so I can whisper at him. Yeah, uh, 25 feet of your movement, uh, and you um, come right up next to him. Okay. Um, I come up to him. I place a hand on him and <laughs> just go, ah, boss, 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 boss. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry. I say, you do this, okay? Okay. And you just convince him. Come with an offering for his soul and to get him to open up. And I would like to sneak him the nimble right detector with a piece of nim in it. Uh, okay, go ahead and make a slide of hand check. Yep. Do I have advantage on this because I'm invisible? You do not. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, that nimble right detector is um... going crazy. Yeah. I fair enough. That is true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you might be uh, real close to it. Maybe. Um, Sixteen. Uh, as uh, as you also you have your inspiration before he used it. Oh, I use it. it. Yeah. I did okay. Pick the lock. Um, as he, as you do it, its head swirls directly at you, Voss. And I can sense you. Uh, as you hand it off, uh, you did not beat its passive perception. Shit. All right. Um, okay. Uh, with my movement left, if he can sense me. Uh, go ahead and make me another stealth check because you yeah. have it off. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you, you only have five more feet of movement, by the way. Okay, cool. Uh, stealth. Um, 22. Okay. Uh, all right. And as you slowly move over, you spin and turn, it spins and turns as you go and you ever so slightly bump against a rafter that no one else really has heard, but this thing immediately turns and looks in that area where you are. Okay. did hear you. Damn. Um, okay, I, I will, I'm gonna stay invisible. Hope everything goes well. I'm not gonna pull out weapon. I am gonna pull out my crowbar though. Just in case we need to brute force this puzzle. And okay. Force a square peg into a round hole. Um, but bonus section disengage, I'm not gonna go at it quite yet. Um, I don't want to stay invisible, so that's my turn. Okay. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, this creature with its wings stretched up and across bats its wings in all of your directions. I need everyone to make uh, strength saving throws. Oh no! Bye, guys. Dex saves. Oh, Dex. No! Yes, okay. dexterity saving throws. Damn it! Awesome. <laughs> I'm right. saved. As am I. Actually, I might pass, maybe. Uh, I actually would have passed with that roll. Never mind. I think. Well, I hope I pass. Can we get your bonus? Yeah. It's a saving throw. Is, okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Uh, all right, yeah. Uh, it is. Um, and I need. Uh, let's see. What did you get, uh, Seisha? 16. Uh, all right. You are blown 10 feet back as it beats its wings and actually takes flight. Uh, oh, oh you son of a bitch. You were going to take... You got it? You got it? Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. Uh, uh, Harold, what did you get? Uh, 13. 13. Uh, you also are knocked prone as the beat of these wings knock you over. Petunia. Rolled another 7, so that gives me a 10. Okay. You too are knocked prone. V. 14. Uh, did you roll with advantage because you saw this coming? I did not roll with advantage. Okay. This is definitely you. Uh, 14. Okay. (laughs) You are knocked prone. Voss. 25. You are not knocked prone as you are just out of the area of the uh, wind created by the gust from these wings. Vinley. Nine. You are (laughs) knocked prone. Everyone that was knocked prone takes 20 points of blood damage. Yeah, so I'm going to use Stone's Endurance. That's okay. not a bad plan. Uh, yeah. Did, did Vinley go down? No. The healing uh, she did earlier during your Song of Rest just saved her. How's Petunia looking? How high off the ground about is he? Half. That's about um, half her health. Fifteen feet because uh, that is. Hold on, actually, I can look and see. Okay. How to be. From this, all of this chaos 
and everything that happens, all the horses uh, start getting spooked and uh, start running all around everywhere. I need everyone to make dexterity saving throws. Uh, he is Joyous. 30 feet in the air, by the way. 30? Uh, yeah, he is just to the top of the raptors. Is this something I see coming? Yes, you definitely see all of these horses getting riled up. I just make sure, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe everybody who's prone has disadvantage on this save. Oh, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. You're kidding me. Oh, do we? Uh, no, no, no. Turns out advantage doesn't matter. No, it does not matter. I can't Jeez. roll lower than I rolled. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Off into a sterling start, people. No, no you're good. It, it nope. does not. It, uh, attack roll is not, not deck saves. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're, you, can, you can roll fast. All right, so Seisha, what'd you get? Zero. All right. Uh, I got this. Okay, uh, Harold. Uh, Dex, it was 14 plus your three, so 17. 17. You, uh, you pass. Petunia. Uh, I got a seven, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh, burn shit. my last one just because I, <laughs> I don't want to die. Okay. okay. Was it a, uh, wait, was it a dex check or a dex saving throw? Dex saving throw. So. Oh, then three. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> uh, Petunia, are you remembering to add the three from Seisha? Oh, that would give me a, um, well, if I used, if I didn't use the portent, it would be 10. Okay. So, so use the portent, got it. V. Yeah. A big old scholarly eight. <laughs> Ooh. Voss. Uh, eight went to college. Uh, yeah. 17. Okay, and Vinley. With the plus three from Seisha, I got her college dropout eight. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's dropout. All right. Am I close enough to Seisha? Gotta get out of here. No, you're not. Okay, 17 up. Yeah. Uh, so Seisha, Vinley, and V. Right, Harold, what did you get again? Uh, my 17. My 17, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Seisha, uh, Vinley, and V are going to take 14 bludgeoning damage as you are trampled by horses. Good night. Fuck. Are you out, Vinley? Yeah. I only have 29 hit points, y'all. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is V's turn. Woo! All right. V's like, how the hell do I damage it but not, like, break it? So, uh, first and foremost, gonna rage. <laughs> So I can start taking, you know. Half damage. Half damage. Um, and then she's just gonna be like, well, I guess I'll just hit it and hope it doesn't break. It's 30 feet Ooh. in the air. Oh, it's in the air. I thought it was yeah. flying. Yeah, and if you hit it, you're gonna damage up. it. Try to look around and see if there's anything else. You do. know what? They can figure out how to repair the damn thing. They made this and gave mm -hmm. it this personality. But if we, we bring it back and- want it in one piece. If you know. Can I, uh, oh gosh, can I roll any sort of perception to see if I can see some sort of weak spot Absolutely. that I can throw my javelin at? 100 okay. 100% yes. Go ahead and make a perception check. Okay, uh, that is gonna be a 15. Well, nice. Seisha is actually, that's his first. That doesn't, that doesn't. It's, yeah. it's a check. 15. 15. Yep. So you actually see several weak points in this thing. Uh, you notice that the gears that are moving the wires, uh, causing its wings to flap up and down, um, the, the gears right at the joints seem kind of small and delicate, uh, although these wings are massive and heavy. 
you see the articulation of the jaw seems to have some uh, minor uh, weak points that you could uh, work something heavy into. Um, you notice that the tail, which has that long cord that wraps all the way down, move and cut as there are sections in it that allow it to move back and forth. Um, you notice joints everywhere along its wrists and ankles and elbows and uh, knees and its neck. All of these places all seem to have uh, openings at some point as it moves that you could possibly jam or attack something into. But you also notice that big ruby gem on its chest that seems to beat with like this ethereal fire of a, like a heartbeat from inside. Yep. Mm. Um, I might be able to uh, disrupt the gears in the wing to get it to fall, but maybe I should aim for that ruby thing in the middle instead. It seems to power it. What do you guys think? Take it out of the sky. <laughs> okay, so I aim for the wing. I no, no, aim for the heart. Okay, yeah. aim for the heart. Yeah, and try, like... try not to hurt it. Try to like pry it out. I guess. I. I only I, I I'm throwing a javelin. It's not surgery. <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> All right, what are you doing? Aiming for the heart, I guess. Okay. Like find another ruby to power it, I suppose. Right. Make make it's, an attack. All right, let's see how we do. We oh, critical fail seven. You can reckless if you so wish, and remind you of that. I will reckless and roll with advantage. <laughs> and now it's a fifteen. Your javelin just grazes on the metal scale of this creature as it just tinks off and clatters to the ground as it falls into the rubble below. Um, you can roll damage, though. Okay. You did not hit the gym. I will say that. But you did hit the beast, because it's AC. Is AC. Oh, you did 15? Yeah, no, I heard 18. Fifth, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Fif okay, 15. It, it, you do not hit the beast. Got it. It shattered. Uh, I, don't, I don't hit the beast. Okay, well, then I'm going to try again recklessly. Okay. All right, this time, 18. Okay. So, again, it, you, it, it pierces just next to the thing. Now, the question is, were you throwing the javelin to try and pierce directly at that and not try to damage any area around it? I'm for the best. trying to damage the heart piece. Okay. Um, You're deliberately trying to not hit any other area around the heart, right? Like you, you don't want to yeah. pierce the actual hide of this creature. Right, yeah. Okay, got it. Then, then, the, then the javelin goes just a little wide as it goes through in between sections of the plating and misses the heart. Ooh. Okay. And it's still good. Okay. But so it doesn't deal any damage. No, I think you, I think you missed it, but you're not hurting the actual thing because we we need to like, if we get it back, we'll get a shitload of money. Okay. We can do it. We 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 have the means. We got the uh, at the. Are you done? Is that UV? You want to move? Yeah. I imagine you stood up, so you have twenty feet of movement left. <sighs> Uh, I, uh, probably not going to get closer. That thing's huge and it's mechanical, so. All right, so you just kind of move off to the side a little bit more? Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, so you move over there, uh, over some of the debris, stepping over Harold on the ground as you make your way uh, a little bit further, kind of starting to, like, you know, banana around it. Um, as this is happening, you see light between all of the different plating and scales of this thing as it arches its head and neck back, begin to glow, and you hear, and you hear, as Oh, no. Violent uh, concussive uh, blast of confetti blows out of its mouth and glitter goes everywhere. I need oh, everyone. This is the worst! I need everyone. Dexterity saving throws. <laughs> oh, God, it's everywhere! That's my deal. If I recall, Petunia murdered something with a shower of glitter at some point in time, <laughs> so this could actually be deadly. Okay. Especially for the someone oh, who's already died. rolled a 16. Oh shoot, I'm prone. You roll Do I well? have to roll disadvantage? Roll a 16. No, you don't. It's not, it's not his okay. turn. Okay. 30, 20. Nice. Is that with the plus three? Uh, I, I guess it would be 23 then. Yes, thank you. Nice. I have it written in big bold letters. <laughs> plus three. It's all good. Stasia. <laughs> Stasia. Uh, 14, or 13. 13. Math is oh. hard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Harold? 26. Vinley? I'm dying. Okay. <laughs> uh, and it's actually everybody but V. Everybody but V? But V is just out of the range. Okay, Voss, what was yours? 23. Okay. So, uh, Vinley and Seisha, this shimmering iridescent powder very similar to the shimmering oh, yeah. that you saw around everywhere throughout the city, coats you, and you are under the effects of fairy fire. Yep. Um, <laughs> attacks against you have advantage, and um, any and if you try and go invisible, you cannot, or right. it, you'll still be seen. Okay. Um, Petunia. Great. Okay, so. I see Vinley is really the only person who is, is like down and not moving, correct? Yeah. Uh, correct. Um, can I use my, for? I guess first of all, use my movement to rise, because I'm still prone, I'm fairly certain. Um, and can I try and drag her out of there? <laughs> I'm tiny, but lord! <laughs> I'm also very light, so... That's right. We to that you weigh like ninety pounds. Yeah, I gained ten pounds. And I am stout. <laughs> it's all in the hips. Yeah. Petunias, <laughs> Petunias, a and unit. And don't forget, you got your lucky points to spend as well. I yeah. So what are you doing, Petunia? Uh, I would like to get up. And okay, you stand if up. If I can, move Vinley, like if I can get her through the door, somewhere to get her to safety so she's not taking any more damage. So it is half your movement to stand up, um, okay. but we can say that your action, if you want to move Vinley, can be that. Okay. I would like to do that. Okay. And 100% you can make your way out of the door and into the streets of Mishore to, away from the actual combat. combat. So... Hopefully she won't get trampled, at least. 
Yep. Let alone attacked. Yep. The doors are not open. As of right now, the doors are, doors are not open wide enough for a horse to fit through. It is just wide enough for y'all to squeeze through. Yeah. We'll see how that stays. Um. Okay. Cool. Yes. All right. Uh, do you have any bonus actions? The only bonus action I could do at the moment, I think, would nope. I'm good. Okay. That's me. Binley. That's you. Please make yeah. one of those rolls and silent and quietly message that to us, please. It's done. Okay. okay. Thank you. Harold. Harold's going to stand up. He's going to shake his head. He's going to go, well, might as well. I'm bonus action. I, can I see Vinley from where I am? Uh, you From where you are currently? Yes, actually, you can. I will bonus action use healing word on Vinley. Awesome. Um, because that's just, that's just plight. <laughs> And I'll cast it at max level using one of my pack magic. So you will. I'll just roll it right here. Nice. Thank you, D&D Beyond. 12 healing. Oh, thank you. And Lee heals 12. And then my primary action, Harold goes, and I'm going to cast Major Image. Uh, You can't. Can I not? Oh, because I cast Healing Word as a spell. It's not a cantrip. Yep. Yep. You can only cast a cantrip right now. Mm, Damn it. I didn't think about that. That's gonna really waste a lot of time that I. You need. did save her life, so that's good. I know, but I could I could have done it another <laughs> way. I think. Uh. Um, without so that, cast a cantrip or make an attack roll. Yeah, I'll cast a cantrip. Okay, what are you casting? Um, for now, no, because when it ends, they're gonna know I did it. <laughs> no. No, I'm going to just try to talk to him. No, he's fighting us. He's not going to listen to me now. He's got to, not until I cast the thing. He's airborne. I mean, we're not a threat to him right now. He might. Um, go with your heart, man. Yep, I'm going to go ahead and talk to it. I'm going to attempt to talk it, talk to it and say, but you didn't get to listen to the rest of our offering. If you just listen to me, I'm actually an acolyte of the god of horses. Horse lips. <laughs> I'm, I'm I make dis- make a deception check at disadvantage. Okay, sure. Because you didn't even believe it. Separate names. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't even believe it. I didn't even believe it, but I got it. Here we go. Come on. If, if ever I needed. It's not terrible. 21? It's deception, right? Yeah. So it's a 10, a 10 and a 12. So 21? All right. Okay, noted. I will uh, we'll let you know uh, what happens on its turn. And he sent me here to speak directly to you. If you just give me a moment, I'll summon him here. That's what we got. This is, yeah. This is our Hail Mary point. That's the tweet. Like Send it. it. I like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Seisha, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, sorry. I'm, I have a contact that fell out. Um, no. <laughs> I can half see. Um, so he is 30 feet up in the air. Correct. Yep. Okay. Um, son of a bitch. Sorry. I'm. I'm... You, don't, right. you don't know who its mama was? I... <laughs> Boss, you're on deck. 
I think we kind of do. All right. I don't know if I can do this. Let me, let me ask. Channel divinity, knowledge of the ages. I can learn one skill. Okay. Could I make that skill tinkering and perform an assessment of him to determine how he is turned on and off? You can become proficient in, in tinkering. You would still have to roll in order to see if you know that knowledge. But yes. I would like to do that. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. That's really fucking clever. Yeah. That was a good idea. Thanks. Everybody's being so smart. Um, <laughs> or dead. Ooh, ooh. Uh, what do I add to that? Anything? It's your right. proficiency bonus and intelligence. Yep. Three, four. That is a 22. Hell yeah. Nice. Um, you get based on your knowledge that it, that Agma immediately grants you of constructs that the heart beating in on the front or the, the ruby is most likely a power source of some sort mm-hmm. but if there is any means that is to do anything on it it is most likely going to be all interior okay you you will need to find a way to get inside it yes okay um you are granted um, this knowledge, not only from Nog- uh, Agma, but Agma's friend, God. Yep. Aw, thanks, God. Um, thanks, G. So <laughs> I'm going to um, roll over. It's the OG. It's the I was OG. About to say that. I was about the to say OG. That. I love it. Agma God. OG. Um, I'm gonna roll over under the. Uh, over next to the wall and lift myself up and that will be my action and I'm going to go put my contact back in. Okay, noted. I'll do that. Kill Stacia while she's gone. No! Awesome. <laughs> do it. Okay. Finley is outside and out of danger, correct? Uh, correct. Okay, cool. Brand. Um, I would like to get off the horse killing floor and see if I can... Well, he's 30 feet in the air, correct? Correct. Um, tell me this. Uh, this would really, really cool if I could do it, but I don't think I've got enough jumping height. Could I run, jump off a horse, and then grab him? That is a little too high, I would say. Gotcha. Yeah. I will go... However, you still have your grappling hook. I yeah, don't. I had to leave it behind in order to climb I mean, down. It's, still, it's dangling right next to him. Okay, well that changes things then. Okay, hovering <laughs> right next, right, right under that opening. Your grappling hook is literally dangling right next Wait, to him. Um, I would like to horse rush, as it's all horse-based actions now, <laughs> uh, towards the rope. Climb the pyramid. Climb, climb up. Give us an athletics check. Sweet. Uh, with advantage, because it is a knotted I'm, rope. I'm sorry, is he climbing a pyramid of horses? Yes. <laughs> yes. They, they, they formed a pyramid while you were gone. I knew it. They are they are trying out for the cheer squad of water. <laughs> horse, horse lips appeared and commanded it. Uh, what is your athletics? It is a 23. Oh, like a spider monkey, you climb this rope and as you have done so almost your entire life. Okay. Um... Let me ask you this. Okay. The hide does look to be a part of him. So the wings are stitched together leather hide. His body is like metal plate. Yep. Okay. This would technically harm him. 
Um, while I am there attached to the rope, uh, you said I couldn't see an opening, even though I know there's knowing what I know about you, Nim. With, with what with what you got, you know that there is an opening somewhere on the underbelly. You're just not sure where because something else needs to happen in order for that compartment to begin to open. You basically, yeah, you know it's there. You don't know how to activate it. That's what it is. Okay. Um, is there any way? I don't know if this thing is a sense of feeling. Did Nim have a sense of feeling? You don't know. Uh, Damn. You, you mean like pain? Uh, pain, touch, cold, hot, that sort of thing. You know, 100%, yeah. you know 100% he does not. You watched him cut his own leg off trying to find pain. pain. Okay, I would like to get on this thing's back and try to stay there then. Okay, pain and touch are different. different. Okay, that was what I asked. Um, <laughs> I will hold action, mm -hmm. Okay. stay where I am, about even with them, knowing that that's going to be a dangerous area there. Um, and the moment something either opens up, something opens up on him, or I see an opportunity to get inside of him, go in. If that okay. happens this round, awesome. But cool. That is so what you're I'm waiting doing. for somebody to cause the trigger to happen and you to take that opportunity. Yep. So yeah. I will wait. And that is my turn. Okay. Um, the horses seem to be a little bit more calm this round. V, it is your turn. Sorry, forgot I was muted. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to hit the heart again because okay. she doesn't really have any other better ideas. <laughs> Although she is considering going for the gears and the wings just to make it fall. Or, your choice. Uh, she's just gonna go for the heart because then it would totally fall, right? It's her mind. Well, so, he ain't gonna listen to me no more. <laughs> uh, so that's a natural twenty. Nice. So twenty six. Twenty six hits. Hell yeah! All right, so that's gonna I roll damage, and uh, it's that's uh, fourteen damage. Uh, just a second, sorry, checking. Oh, something. okay. I was like, did you guys get muted or did I disconnect? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And it is. Got it. As this um, javelin slams and breaks across this ruby, you actually, like a heart palpitation, you cause as you see the light of it flicker and you see its chest cavity start to open as it begins to falter and then beats its wings once again and you watch everything close back up. Ah, does, the, does it look damaged? It does not. Okay, yep, you were right. The Well done. 100%, that's what we're going to do now. Wait, 100% what? Oh, I was going to try to talk it down, but now that we see that's working. That is your oh, first... It's like a, so it's like a button. Some light. It's the power source. It's where it gets its power from. If we can get that out of it, it'll fall. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm going to attack it again, recklessly. Okay. If I could see inside it, I could turn it off. 17. Uh, 
trying to aim it and not hurt it, you javelin goes wide and misses completely. Uh, how many javelins do you have on you at any given time? So I have, where does it say how many I have? I think you have six is what you start with. Typically. I think it's six, but I don't actually see it listed anywhere. If you click on javelin, it should have a little number at the bottom. Uh, it actually says four. Okay. So yeah, you're down to four because you lost two previously. So you have thrown all four. So you will need to go get your other three. One of the one that hit the 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 center shattered as it hit it. So I have three. So you have three that you'll okay. need to go and get. Okay. You can start making your way that way. You saw where they went. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing that. Are there any that I can get to right now, or are they a little out of the way? Uh, I'll say you can get the one because okay. you have a speed of 40 and you can get around to the other side of it and get one of those javelins. Okay, sounds good. So yeah, I'm collect one. Okay. Let me edit that. Yep. Um, as you hit and it falters, it, this rumble begins to build inside of its uh, keras and you see it, all of its plates like extend just a little bit all at the same time as steam and fog begin to billow out from it and it fills a uh, 20 foot sphere. Three, 20 foot radius sphere. Yep. That uh, billows out from it and obscures anything in that area is uh, going to be disadvantage for perception and disadvantage for attacking. So, uh, Boss and V are oh, no. developed in this fog. Oh no! You can feel its warmth like steam, but it's more like a sauna. It does not burn, but it is, it, the wetness clings to you um, as it is constantly just billowing out this fog of steam. Uh, Petunia. Ooh, I was in need of a steam cleanse. <laughs> okay. Got all my toxins out. Um, is you said it it flew up thirty feet into the air. Is it still considered within thirty feet? Not from you. No. Okay. You would need to be directly under. Directly it. under it. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, run back in. Five. Put you right in the doorway. Okay. Um, can you sort of gesture how much 10 feet would be in front of me? I'm, I know that's not much at all. I just wanted to bring yeah, it uh, so Harold, Harold is roughly 10 feet in front of you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, goodness. Vinley, oh, you're up my... next. Harold, you're in the hole. I don't have a lot of... I only had a couple of ideas that I could possibly do, and there's not a lot. Of, not a lot of a lot of my spells are not uh, in its range. So, punch. Punch. What can you get? Punch. How is she gonna punch. punch it? It's thirty feet in the air. Find a way. <laughs> Start working those tiny. We fists. don't all have grappling hooks. You said there was. Whose there fault was... is that? That was the first thing I bought on the first mission I came in. Her utility is 
bit niche in this scenario. Um, I wish I could look for something, but there's nothing to look for at the moment. Uh, I apologize. That's all good. What are you doing, Petunia? I. She's going to try and move closer to the. Oh Lord, she's going to try and move closer to the the. In you know the circle of the sphere of steam and try and press to digitate as much of it away as she can. You can take this five foot cube at the very bottom and slowly disappear. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's all she can bit. do. She's trying. <laughs> <laughs> As you're, yeah. That's all I know what to do. Just like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, Finley, you are still uh, on the ground, but life has been breathed back into you with, uh, from Harold. Uh, you are outside of the building. What are you doing? Uh, stand me up and get me in the doorway. Yeah. Can yeah. I see V? You cannot. Uh, you cannot she cannot is not CV. She is heavily obscured in this fog. Oh, I thought I had disadvantage on perception. You can try to see her, but right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I I'm trying to look for V. Okay, okay, then go ahead and make a perception check. Uh that's a 22. You, you can make out her shape. Yeah, you can make out her shape in the fog. Cool. Um I'm going to send Savard directly at her he can move he's gonna double move in so he can go 60 feet directly towards her got it uh and savard cuts through this uh fog cloud and uh i guess lands on her shoulder yeah do i still have an action or was trying to see v my action uh that is going to be your action okay so he's gonna land on v's shoulder and then crawl around to her back okay in between her shoulder blades like if you could see her it would be like V has really, really tiny pixie wings. Yeah. Really <laughs> um, tiny. All right. Uh, Harold. Uh, seeing that the time for conversation has clearly passed uh, and that this thing is not going to listen to anything I have to say, I'm going to... Um, hmm. This is a hard one. <laughs> that's, the, that's what makes it so good. I know. I am going to... You know, why not? I, I'll go ahead and uh, play my loot. And I will cast Fly on myself. You mean Das Accordion? Das Accordion. Did but you, you can't do you that. Can't. You used invisibility on Voss. Uh, you, feel I, you need to break it. It's up to you. If you're trying to cast one of the per day spells, you get one of those spells a day. I believe so. It, it is. No, I think it's oh. one of... Once the instrument is used to cast a spell, it can't be used to cast that spell again until the next dawn. That means, that means I think one. it's one charge of each of these spells. Okay, got it. Uh... In which case, I would cast Fly on myself. I'm not 100% certain. If that, you know, I, as a matter of fact, I don't think I'm going to do that. Instead, can I just try to see it? And, oh, no, because that would be my action. Hmm. 
Yep. If it, oh, it's, so, it's yeah. If you it, you can attack it, it's just your attack is going to be at disadvantage. If you wanted to try and attack it, just I so know you. what I'm going to do. I'm still going to cast major image. I'm going to cast major image, uh, and I am going to make the most unbelievable looking horse you've ever seen. It's going to have a perfect coat going to have streaming gold rivers running down its body it's going to have like it's going to neigh it's going to have an echo to its neigh uh it's it has the most beautiful flowing mane you've ever seen uh and it is uh on the opposite corner from where i am (laughs) okay Okay. Um, <laughs> this the best horse anyone has ever seen. <laughs> it is just a ludicrously over the top beautiful horse. Uh, a damn fine horse. And then I'm going to move over to the doors to get ready to open them. Okay, so the uh the bay door that you're Yeah, to start letting horses out. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool. All right, so that is easy enough. Uh, and we'll say that this horse over here is the horse you conjure. Um, it, it, if you, you you could say it is the spirit of a horse. Oh my god! <laughs> it oh, is also going Dustin. to avoid. It's totally what it's painted as, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, I noticed that. And it's going to attempt to avoid that dragon at all costs to drag the. I'm going to try to drag it away from the doors so that if I let the horses out, the horses have a head start. Okay. Oh, you know what? I think even better. I'm going to use a different mini. Okay. I'm oh, excited. I have oh, this Lord. mini that is a unicorn mini, and we'll put the unicorn over here. Aww. Yes. And that's totally the, the horse that you conjure, the most perfect horse being a unicorn. So, um, <clears throat> at the end of your turn, uh, it sees Voss, correct? Like it noticed, it knows where Voss was. It knows where Voss was. Doesn't uh, go ahead and make me another stealth check, uh, just, just to give me a DC. I know you're technically not hiding now because you didn't hide, did you? Yeah, no, you no. Didn't. no it, it would know you're you're right near it. It's still attacking at disadvantage because it can't see you through the cloud, but or invisible, invisible. Okay. But uh, does a twenty-two hit? Yeah. As its tail swings around in your direction. As it pivots and turns towards that horse in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) That is 22 points of bludgeoning damage. Uncanny dodge. Okay. Oh, man. It's tough. As as it hits you, you just swing on the the thing. As it... uh, There's a bludgeoning. Got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say <laughs> Okay. Um, I am going to. I, I hate you so much, Ethan. I'm going to summon Bernie over to me. <laughs> Bernie. Okay. Uh, spend your action to do that, or are you just calling him over? Um. I, it would be spending my action, I assume. I mean, you can call him over. Call him over to so that he doesn't disappear and reappear. He just literally walks to you because he is only like 30 feet from you. Um, well, yeah, then I'll do that. And okay. then <laughs> you said get the on word his back. And that has multiple. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'll get on his back. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm, I'm hoping that being on such a pretty horse is going to buy me a little uh maybe don't attack the pretty horse i mean you um, you just so you know this isn't phantasmal force everybody sees this magnificent horse that harold saw yes oh okay got it just so you know everybody yeah. sees it cool i'm gonna ride forward for the rest of his movement yep. okay and he has 45 feet of movement i think it's 60. Six, yeah because he, he's a horse yeah yeah um he was a little further than 30 from you but that's fine i just need to get within range to cast uh so. probably isn't gonna work but it's all i got i'm gonna cast toll the dead centered on that ruby okay got you so um, wisdom it, saving it throw cannot target it with that spell it okay. has to be targeted with an attack roll or a spell attack roll. Okay, then I'm just going to cast Toll the uh, cast Toll the Dead on it and hope to rip some of that leather off so I can actually see the interior. Uh, the leather is not okay. So the leather is not its hide. It is only the wings. The leather it has leather wings. Ah. Everything else is metal. Don't yeah. hurt it. We can make so much money. I want the money. It is made of leather hide. I've, I've got nothing then. I'm going to hold my action to cast uh, Far Realm's Reach if he comes within 15 feet. Okay. okay. Got it. Try and bring him down. Yeah. Moss, it is your turn. Grand, he's facing away from me now. Does that mean I cannot hit him in the chest? Facing's, yeah, there's no, it's, it, facing doesn't exist. You can cool. still swing around and, and hit it, make it sound cool. All right. In any case, um, seeing that B, uh, B's attack hit in the chest and began to open up in a piece of it, mm -hmm. I'm like, and it seems to be undamaged, while Voss is really having to hold back, considering it just got smacked accidentally because it had horse envy. <laughs> I will um, attack that Ruby Center on his chest. Go okay. ahead and make that attack. Uh, you have disadvantage on the attack roll because of the fog. Do I have advantage because I am invisible for this? You do, fog? so you roll regular. Sweet. That should probably hit. 23. All right. You kick off of its uh, metal side and swing the rope around, and you pull out your uh, moon-touched rapier, hoping that you're going to slam into it as the tip hit something and bends like a rapier blade does as it does not pierce through anything but you hear uh you see the glow of the ruby it just hit fell by one <laughs> and you see its chest with uh, a little bit of that glow open up just a little bit. You can't see it exactly, but you can see the outline of this chest piece around this ruby have this halo of light around it. And you watch as it's all of its gears and everything stop. Its wings stop beating and it falls. Catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it. <laughs> um, actually, as it, falls, catch it, catch it, catch it. as it falls, I'm going to cast Far Realm's Reach on it to pull it to five feet where it would stop. Uh, you are not, it, it is, from where you are, you are not close enough for Far Realm's Reach. I have a question. I thought I was, I thought I had 60 feet of movement. You, it, it took 40 feet to get to you, and then it moved 20 feet. Okay, all right, sorry. I thought I was closer. Oops. 
Yeah, you you weren't aren't close enough. Okay. Yep. You I have just gotten to the edge of the circle. You are. No, I see it now. Yeah. You're 25 feet from it. Okay. Anyways, what what's your question, Vinley? Um, could I cast Featherfall on this? Absolutely. Yeah, I cast Featherfall. It is falling. Nice. And you have negated that damage I rolled. Oh. Gently floats oh, and lands on the ground, and thank it you. is. The wings begin to furl and just lay out across the ground. Yep. Okay. Um, I climb down. Okay. Is, you are 30 feet up, so that's going to be your movement to get down. Um, I will, because I attacked it and it seems to be stunned. Um, I'll back out of its melee range. Staying, I'll get out of the steam. Okay. Is all I can do, right? I don't have an action to be able to engage with its. So you're gonna bonus bonus action move out of the steam. Yes. Okay. Got it. Um, but not away from Harold's magic horse. Away from Harold's magic horse. Yeah. You come out uh, right in front of Petunia. You kind of crest that opening that she had blown away as Petunia, you're looking up. All of a sudden, Voss just comes moving out. Um, And with this uh, dragon falling down to the ground, it creates turmoil amongst the horses again, and I need everyone to make dexterity saving throws. Oh, no. (laughs) Shit. Yep, yep, yep. Who's around Seisha? Uh, Voss and Petunia are around Stacia. Gotcha. Oh, praise God. Yeah, I think we were all just worried about Petunia. Here's the helping. So wait, am I making a saving throw? Correct. Everybody, all the horses just start. Oh, no, actually, no, you're on a horse. You're fine. Okay. Yeah, actually, you are. Hey! Are they all running towards the door? Meanwhile, the rest of the party. Ah! (laughs) Uh, The doors haven't been opened enough for them yet. Yeah. It's it's a layer gotcha. action for one, but basically the description is the dragon coming down causes more turmoil as they start running to get out of the way, and there's not a lot of room to move. So, Voss, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a 17. Okay. Uh, v? 17. Petunia? 14. Okay. Vinley? 22. Harold? 19. Everybody passes. Hey! Oh! <sighs> Awesome. I didn't want to fail that concentration check. (laughs) V, it is your turn. Woof. Okay. Um, So it's down, but it's still on. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess this time I'm going to go for it with my axe and just kind of go straight for the, the ruby piece. Okay, well, you see that around, blade, the, the blade. around the chest and that ruby piece, uh, the plates have opened up a little bit. Oh, 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 right, 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 right. Um, I guess I can try to pry it open mm-hmm. more. Okay. So you can look and see if you can find a place to pry open or open. Okay, is that a perception check? Yeah, okay. That is going to be... I hit an 11. You're muted. It's muted. I'm muted? And tugging tugging in a couple of spots. You're looking for a way to pry this open without damaging it. 
and it doesn't seem to budge in the directions that you are pulling currently. Yeah, and and everywhere where you think you get it, the fog is so thick, you're trying to like move, like blow the fog away just to get able to see it. It's very difficult to find anything in this fog right now. I just want to hit it. Don't we all? Don't hit it. I want to hit it. Don't hit it. She yells, I want to hit it. Don't hit it. What am I supposed to do? I don't know, but don't hit it. Uh, can I just pry you open with my it? hands? If you get me Straight to it, to I can turn it off. Okay, where are you? I'm on my horse outside the fog. Okay, well, I can't see that. Uh, all right, get so- Get your axe out of the fog. <laughs> I'm using my my uh, glowy sword. No, I don't have a glowy sword. I have a glowy- oh, that's right, you have the jawbone. I, ha- I, ha- I have a glowy lantern. Yep. Can I use my glowy lantern to try to find my way away from the fog to wherever Seisha is? Okay, so you use your movement to uh, get out of the fog area towards yeah. Seisha's voice? Yeah. Uh, you... Say you were here, because you'd only had to move up here, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can easily... Oh, what? I think I rolled the same thing you did. Easily, Chris. I did. You hear the furnace of its voice begin to... Don't like that. And then it goes <sighs> as it's God. This is terrifying. Does this is not worse than an actual dragon. It is still stunned. <sighs> At the end of its turn, it failed its save. Um, but the fog begins steam begins to uh, fade away. Oh, thank God. Now's your chance. Turn this thing off. <laughs> um it's starting to dissipate, but it could do the va- that very same thing again. Um, it is currently unconscious. Unconscious. Uh, it, it, it is currently stunned. Stunned. But stunned. It, it, and the, the fog dissipates and kind of billows out across the floor. So now, like, the floor just has this, like, dry ice effect that... Okay, okay while it's on the floor, I would like to um, move a safe distance away from it, maybe against a wall or something, and then I would like to send... Dr. Jones into any sort of little nook or like opening in the hide, anything like that to try and get on the inside. Um, there does not seem to be just with your, uh, just looking over it, there does not seem to be an opening. There seems okay. to be like a closed door and a cracked door, if that makes it makes sense. Uh-huh. It's not an opened door. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and it's not even small enough. The bits that Dr. Jones could get into, because Dr. Jones is a small mouse, mm-hmm. are just gears that, if it was working, would grind him to bits. Mm-hmm. The compartment that the, the body that you want to get into is completely sealed, except for right here around the chest where that ruby is, a little bit has started to to show itself where there is a compartment that you have to try and find a way to get it open. Okay. So Dr. Jones can go and start looking to see if if it can if you want to sure. make a perception. I think, you, I think you should just get it go over there and try to get it open. Yeah, I guess she could try that. She could help go over there and inspect it herself. Okay. So you can make a perception or investigation it. check. And oh, I, I, if it's just going to be that, then yeah, use. I just assumed that if she's there, I, I assume a mouse can't try to get it open. But she could. Am I wrong? I could, yeah. Uh, the fog is no longer there. So uh, the way we do perception and stuff like that is is often a like a bonus action or a free action depending on the visibility. The fog made it an action because you have to actively try. Got and it. Okay, got it. Here through. Yep. So you okay, can. Never mind. Yeah. You yep. can attempt to find the compartment. 
Okay. Make me a perception or investigation check. Okay, I'm going with an inf- seven. You look around and you, again, you can see the same thing. You can see where the opening has begun. You see this pulsing ruby, but you cannot find the means to open this compartment. This, this is, like, you're looking this over, and I mean, this is a modern marvel, modern marvel as far as an invention goes, as this almost sentient construct. And there is, doesn't seem to be any way to get into this center body compartment. Okay, I assume um, I can't. I assume that that was my action. No, that, that is not your action because the fog is gone. You did not have to pierce oh. anything. Yep. So I want to try something, and I—it's more of a more of a hunch. Mm-hmm. But I want to try and detect thoughts inside this thing, just in case there might be like someone driving it. I don't know. I, I gotta look something up real quick. <laughs> or if it has thoughts, that would be also weird. Benley, you're you're up next. Uh, we'll say that you are doing that, and we will let you know in a second. Benley, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, Benley's gonna move into the room towards. Uh, is that a Harold in the back right? Harold uh, is right next to you. You're you're literally right next to Harold. Oh, okay, cool. Then I'm just gonna stay right there. And I'll call out to V since it's down right now and say, I'm going to cast fly on you in case it wakes up. And her eyes briefly roll back in her head as she casts fly through Savard. And these butterfly wings appear for a second coming out of V's back. I love it. Um, I'm going to say that while Savard is on your back, you actually watch as these ethereal teal blue butterfly wings grow and and envelop V and V now has ethereal blue butterfly wings for the duration of life. I love that. I love it. And that is my turn because I'm not going to risk getting closer to that thing. Uh, All right. That is you. It is now Harold's turn. Uh, You do get something, Petunia. Okay. In, in as you pierce into whatever mind this thing may have, or whatever, if there's anything inside of it, and you just hear that same deep growl that almost sounds like it is speaking through a furnace. Save the majestic, kill the subjugators. That's all you get. Okay. Uh, I don't know that, so I am just like. That's a strange thought. I don't think I can get there on my turn, can I? No, you can get just shy, but you can still invent. Like you can still look, look. at it. Yeah. You can get yeah. ten feet, about ten feet away from it. Um. Yeah, I'll do that. Let me get close to it. And then what do I need to roll? Uh, perception. perception. Yeah. Okay, let's do perception because that's way better. Uh, ew. 11. No. Wow, you guys. It's not even that hard. Hey, I know. Like I said, we, we wanted this. We wanted you to keep it on a beer, and you did. Thank you very much. <laughs> it happened. Uh... 
it is what it is. Yeah. All right. So you go over, you're looking, and again, you can't quite make out from your vantage point. Maybe if you can get a little closer or around to the other side of it, you can see a little bit better. But from where you are, you can't make out any openings. Uh, I yeah. want to call for Monty. Be like, Monty, I need, you, I need you to come over here for a second, buddy. And he'll clop on over. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, friend. I need you to back me up and tell this guy there's a god of horses named Horse Lips. Uh, if, if he gets back up. Is there a god named Horse Lips? No. Oh. I'm sorry, buddy. Okay. Well, I mean, Harper's <laughs> sometimes got to lie. Damn right. And I'm going to make the special horse come over next to me, and it's going <clears> to <throat> horse lips. As, it, <laughs> as you see Harold he getting ready. And he goes, Harold, huh. there is a god. <laughs> Harold's like, okay, man. Because <laughs> he just doesn't want to, now's not the time to break this horse's heart. <laughs> Okay, nods at him. Okay, man. You, All right, I am going to ride forward, and based on my tinkering knowledge, um, would there be a mechanism somewhere to open this chest cavity? I, uh, you can, uh, you can either use tinkering or uh, perception or investigation. You have the added bonus. Yep. If if I use perception or investigation, does it take my turn? No, no, no. This is okay. no, again. There's no fog. You don't have to use. Your oh, okay. Action. All right. Then I will use perception. Please. And that's going to be an eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So what others haven't noticed is that everybody's trying to think of it as a door. Mm -hmm. Um, but you notice that you actually have to kick out the back ends first, making it look like a concave chest and then swing it open as you need to make the hinges on the underside uh, on Activate. the out. Okay, the so push it in to open it out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to ride up to the front there. Mm -hmm. And I, I suppose I'll make a strength check to push you it in. You don't have to. You figured out how to do it. Oh, so. okay. Then um, I want to open it up and mm -hmm. um, try to disarm him. Uh, you you can use your action. Okay. Now that you are proficient with Tinker's yep. tools. And you have to climb inside of it. Yes, you okay. definitely have to climb inside of it. I'll do that then. Yep. Station, Got where, this! Station, where are you going? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and you see Seisha push in on the chest as the uh, outside edges kick forward and then swing open. And there's this large cavity, and you can see the ruby inside, but the large cavity is about uh, definitely a petunia size, and uh, but a little bit bigger. So, Seisha, you can squeeze in and uh, make a tinker's tool check. Okay. Let's see. So that's plus four. And you are proficient with it at this current time. 22. Yes. All right, you also, because of what you got, as part of this action, from where you are, you can shut off its breath level. Oh, I'm gonna do that, definitely. Okay. Yep, okay. So um, you start messing around the, uh, the conjunction joints that wrap around this ruby. And as you're looking deeper, you see that a small white shard, like a sliver of another crystal, 
mm-hmm. embedded into this ruby. Um, and uh, that may or may not be something else, but you I'm, find- I'm guessing that's like the piece of Nim's core. Possibly. Uh, but you find the uh, connection to the billowing underbelly that causes the breath weapons and the different little pockets. And you actually see little canisters that are tightly wound and wrapped uh, with uh, like paper mache that seem to be in tubes. Mm-hmm. Um, you see you another see- one of this elongated, um, like elongated tube with a like cylinder point on the top. Uh, and uh, that it looks like a firework. Yeah, the last two things we described are, are definitely look like fireworks. Uh, you see a um, a tumbling, um, like rolling ball of glitter that keeps it constantly moving so it doesn't settle. Yeah. Um, you see a uh, a furnace, an actual furnace that causes the steam. Okay. Uh, one more. Nope, that's it. Just four. Uh, and then a, a giant billows to make everything uh, be able to. Expel right. out of it. So I can do, I can uh, break down the bellows, and it would prevent the breath weapons. Yep. And that's what you do. Uh, all right, that is Seisha's turn, and Seisha is inside. It is now Voss's turn. Um, move bonus, move towards the front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming I've seen Seisha climb inside of it. Yes, yes. you have. Okay. Um, cool. All right, so there's no way I can get inside there, too. Um, looking at this thing. Uh, it is, it is, the two of you cannot, but Petunia could, could get inside of it. It is, it is, the compartment is big enough for a medium size and a small, or three small creatures. I... Or one well, large creature could fit. I will speak and say, um, Petunia, I need you over here. <laughs> okay. Just for whenever her turn arises. Okay. Um, but since this thing's on the ground and I have no idea if it's gonna wake up again, crap. Um, oh, can I, can I say something? Yeah, you can free action say something. Okay. okay. No more breath weapons, by the way, that's dismantled. Sweet. Um, his heart is like hitting it anymore at this point because it's deactivated would not do anything, correct? Uh, as of right now, no, it is currently disabled. Okay. But you're more than you could. I will I mean, hold action if he comes back to hit it. There you go. Absolutely. Gotcha. Ready okay. myself for that. That's my turn. Okay. Uh, it is now. Uh, the, the horses are still like moving and moving about, but they haven't got spooked again to start stampeding. Uh, and it is now V's turn. Yeah. All right. Um, well, crap. I can fly now. Not that I need it, but I guess I have that option. Um, uh, you love us to hold an action to swing. Yeah, I mean, I was considering flying Petunia over to it. Yeah, you can do that. That's a good one. You have a fly speed of 60, right, Vinley? Yes. Yep. Yeah. 
So uh, I can. I'm just gonna fly over to Petunia and prime pick her me up. over to, to Voss. Mm-hmm. To then take her over to to Voss to fit her in the hole. Harold's like, oh, it. pretty wings. Stuff her in there. Yep, and the the, the butterfly ah! wings flap and flutter as you it carries you up and over to Petunia. You easily pick Petunia up. Don't even need to make a check and yeah. and uh, go down. And that is your turn. Yep. It is now the dragon's turn. At the, at the end of its turn, let's see if it awakens. And as as you get ready to put Petunia in and help Petunia in, you watch as the compartment shush, shuts and the gears begin to turn. Seisha. Oh dear. My attack go off. Your attack will go off. Okay, gotcha. But it gets to do this first, I assume. It, it does, it happens simultaneously. Gotcha. Um, you're gonna take nine uh, slashing damage. Got it. As the gears begin to start turning and moving and you're just like, oh, da, oh ah, yeah. Ow, 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 pinch. Yep. And you can, Voss, you hear the grinding of metal on metal as these gears are like clanking against her armor. Uh, what what are you doing for your action? I'm attacking. Uh, I'm hitting, attack. that, hitting that uh, red To hit it again, and that is a 23 to hit. 23 will just hit. Yeah. Oh. Just hit. Okay. Oh. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And let's see. You, yeah. Yeah, and as, as you do, it kind of stutters a bit, and you see it start to open up, but at the last second, it shuts, and it brings itself up as uh, it hit the save on the nose. Damn. Um, uh, v, V saved hers to attack. Too. Oh, wait, no, that's right. She moved. She, she moved. I forgot. But, I mean, she had an action, didn't she? she was did. that her? No, her action was not to pick up Petunia. Yeah, so oh, you, can, you can swing too, uh, V. Does she get both of her attacks? She does. I'm going to hit it. Swing hit that thing. I'm going to hit Reckless. it recklessly. All right. <laughs> uh, you cannot recklessly because you can only take that on your turn, and it is well, not your turn. That's fine. 24 anyways. Oh, is it still prone? Uh, it At the end of his turn? You're right. It would technically be prone, so you would have advantage anyway. But yeah, 24 hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was my first roll, so. Wow. And roller coaster. Uh, right as um, you see uh, the, it go to open uh, after Voss hits it, and as it goes to close, you no! Boom! You slam, and you cause it to uh, stay open. <laughs> the, the light. Uh, on the other side, Seisha, you're hearing just slams right up against the other side as you're watching this bright light flash in front of you from this. She's like shaking her head like, as she's clink, using a screwdriver. Um, uh, it is currently stunned. Uh, so that's that, Petunia. Is it open again? It is open again. Okay. Hey, good luck. All right, she'll climb on in. All right. Okay, what are you doing here? I'm helping, I think. Oh, okay. Put your finger so, right there. Okay. So, so what you can do is you can either attempt to make a tinker tool check yourself 
or give Seisha the help action, which would give her advantage on her rolls. Okay. Um, I don't even know what would, would it be. Would would Tinker do intelligence? It would be intelligence based. Yes. And you are not proficient. It might be and worth I'm not it. proficient. But you do have lucky points. You might. It might be yeah. worth it for you to roll this. That's possible. But so so without proficient, it would just be a straight roll. It would just be a straight roll, correct? Okay. Plus your intelligence modifier. Plus my intelligence modifier. Hey, I'm pretty smart. Yeah, you're a smart cookie. Might be a good thing to roll. Do it up. Um, Do it. All right, I'll give it a try. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll a d20 and add your intelligence modifier. That'll be a 13. Hey, hey, lucky. Use your lucky. And then, yeah, I could use another lucky. Why not? I've got them to spare. Wait, what about those rolls? The 19s? Did you just use them? I used them. both of them to survive. Damn. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 14. <laughs> um, as you start uh, messing around with things, you uh, watch as you think you got, you almost have it, and then something slips, and all the gears begin to grind in here. It does not oh. turn back on, but... It's like winding a clock, and then it all comes loose again. You all take, uh, both Petunia and Seisha take 16 points of slashing damage Ooh. as the gears grind against your flesh. Got it. That is your turn. Vinley. Oh. So, um, standing outside of the dragon. Wait, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Did I take damage twice in that round? You did. Okay, just making sure that was correct. Yep. Yeah. When it awoke, and then when Petunia did this. Yeah. Okay. Things happen when you fail your Tinker's checks. Yep. Got it. <laughs> um. So if I were to move to the cavernous whole thing, could I reach into the dragon and touch both of these people or one of them? You yeah. can touch them. You just don't have room to mess yeah. with the mechanisms. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So move me thirty feet, and then bonus action misty step up there. And of the two, who looks worse? Uh, I'm um, at five hit points. Uh, okay, hold on. What's wow. your passive medicine? Uh, so 10 plus medicine is 16. 16. Okay. That's yeah. enough, enough to discern who's worse off. Definitely Seisha. <laughs> yeah. I'm at five. I, I figured she'd be able to tell that I was <laughs> yeah. way messed up. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to use my action to healer's kit first aid her. Okay, go ahead. That's, that's great. You uh, see all of these cuts and bruises out of these gears slamming up against her, and you reach in, just throw some bandages on her. Uh, how much do you heal her for? 17 max. Nice. nice. Thank you. Just, And she says, keep in mind, I can't do this again today, so try and Understood. stay up. Understood. All right, that is Vinley. Harold. Okay, seeing them both get hurt, uh, I know that, um, you know, Petunia's in pain, so I will go ahead and use my bonus action to cast uh, max level healing word. Okay. On Petunia for 13. All right, heal 13, Petunia. Um main action i guess and why do you say to heal petunia <laughs> I, i'm going to lean up to the mouth of this thing that's this big open thing and i'll be like hey hey relax relax it's all gonna be okay there's nobody better for this job than you two 
and you hear this voice echo down its throat in cavity as he's not near the chest, but <laughs> yells down the throat and you hear, you got this. Um, and I apologize, my, my, my mic cut out when you said the number. What was the number? 16. 13 healing. Oh, 13 healing, yes. 13, okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then... as, as we're tinkering, hey, Petunia, what do you think of Harold? Time? I mean, is it ever? It's the right time, Petunia. Uh, and then, outside uh, the dragon. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to sit there with Monty and the horse just in case. We're going to we're gonna sit there. We're just going to wait. Backup plan still going. Backup yep. plan yep. still going if we need to do this. And I, um, you're going to hear me practicing horse lips. Horse, horse lips. Horse lips. This is a strong plan B. You got any apples? I kind of want plan A to fail just to see plan B. <laughs> Not on me, buddy, but I'll get you one. <laughs> uh, afterwards? Yeah, afterwards. 100%. Okay. So for all the horses? I try to count the horses in this room. About twenty to thirty, just quick. How much do I think that would cost? Uh, not a whole lot. Yeah, no. I'll no. get horses. I'll get apples for every horse I can. Okay. okay. Uh, is your turn. All right. Uh, I'm gonna try to turn this sucker off. Okay. Make right. a tinker's check. Natty twenty. There you go. A beer. That's a twenty-four. There you go. Thank you, a beer. Tired of this big hunk Thanks, of Thanks, <laughs> And you notice <laughs> what Petunia, you notice what Petunia figured out and what she was trying to do as you go in and you unhinge all of that and the ruby that's being held by a couple of clamps and things connected to it. And, and you look around, you see arcane runes that's it's pulling magic off of this uh, ruby and you take the ruby out. <laughs> The thing is completely incapacitated, and you have done so without harming it. Oh, I think she did it, guys! Oh, oh. oh. I think oh, she did God. it. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was totally a team effort. Well, I, I loosened it for you. You did. I'm, you definitely I'm loosened gonna, it. I hate that Ruby yeah. thing a couple times. I'm gonna reach in to help everybody back out. Yep. Okay. Easy enough. I'll pull Sasha out, and then I will pull uh, Petunia out, and I set her down. And I'm like, <clears throat> as you do. Uh oh. He gets snagged on the sign of it, and in her shoelaces caught caught up in one of the cogs as it like wound up, and and as you, you and then you pull, and then it, her shoe pops off, and you both tumble end over end, and as she lands just flat on top of you. <laughs> Land on your back. Thank you. I was thinking maybe we could get dinner sometime. What? If you wanted. Okay. Cool. Seisha's actually doing that. <laughs> and I think that is a great place to stop for tonight. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, hey, um, Petunia, what are you doing next week? Nothing of note. All right, maybe Woo! you'll maybe maybe uh, you can come back at least for the first part of next week and <laughs> put a, put a little bow on this little mission here. Yes, thank you all for having me again. It's always a pleasure. I miss you all. 
Uh, that was wonderful. And you guys figured it out. Yeah, congrats. You guys figured it out. You didn't end up, you had no damage to it whatsoever. <laughs> well, we're money hungry now, so. Um, just so you, everybody knows, um, you could have targeted the wings, the jaws, the tail, the joints, or the chest. Each had a separate AC. And hit point total. And, and hit point totals. And you could, like, dismantle things. So if you caught, if you, uh, if you deal a certain amount of damage to things, you could cause the wings to not work or the jaws mm -hmm. to not be able to bite or the tail not to move and all of these other things. It could possibly be damaging it, uh, right. but- Not not destroying it. Not destroying. Yeah. Uh, fixable yeah. with Mindic. Yep. And so, yeah, so uh, you know, just just for, for example, because uh, it's a, a fun mechanic, uh, you know, if you did 15 damage to in one hit, you would have completely taken away, or you would have, it would have lost its legendary actions of like the, the tail attack, the but, wing attack. Yeah. Those specific ones. Yep. For yeah. one. Or or it would have lost its, you know, bite attack for one round. Um, if you destroyed that that section, it would have lost, like if you destroyed the wings, it would have lost its fly speed. If you destroyed the jaws, it would have lost its bite attack. If you destroyed its joints, it yeah. would lose its claw attack, so on and so forth. Uh, some, some things that you guys did not get to see were its other breath weapons. Uh, mm. Yeah, so uh, it had a firework breath weapon. Oh, first of all, the idea that this is a parade float is the greatest. Thing. I love oh, it. Oh yeah, Dude, uh, I want to find whoever invented this and beat the shit out of them. This oh, you was know him? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. we're not beating the shit out of him. He's paying Between us. the star spawn and this guy, V might be developing some fears of uh, space creatures and mechanical animals. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, uh, like, who programs something with this attitude? But did you figure? I know. I know. Ethan figured it out. But did you guys figure out its dragon name? No. Parade float. Parade yep. float. Oh my! Paraday flow at. Me and me and Ray both were just going. We were both just like. Oh my god. Bailey, let's I can't with you guys. <laughs> Giving them plenty of time. Yeah. Uh hashtag Eldritch, hashtag beyond. Uh let's go ahead and pull some winners. Um uh, Day flow at. Oh my god. I'm so yeah. mad. <laughs> I even wrote it down and spelled it parade and didn't catch that. <laughs> I was like, how is that a math joke or something? And then I thought about it and I was like, oh. <laughs> there are two holidays coming up. Mm -hmm. There is indeed. <laughs> it all makes sense. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, Midsummer and Shield Meet. So, you know, this was a fun, like, lighthearted after the, uh, the lot of rough. It was light great. Lighthearted? I mean, light horse lips. I don't let, died. They, they let me lips. have horse oh. lips. Harold, BT, BTW, uh, when you healing word me, I rolled a one on my death saves. So lighthearted my ass. <laughs> oh, oh you'd be fine. Our uh, winner of our Eldritch Foundry miniature is Skibras. Skibras. Probably butchered that because I am awful at these uh, name things. Uh, and the winner of our um, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden digital copy is. Michael Lanting. Congratulations uh, to our winners. Um, and thanks for everybody that came to watch us tonight in our, our goofy, uh, slightly goofy episode. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. A um, little less serious. Uh, serious moments, but a little less serious. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, not, not quite so horror. 
dark. <laughs> dark. <Yeah. laughs> um, but next week we'll watch them uh, return some horses. Maybe yep. return return them. return a dragon. Um, get some money. Yeah. Let's see where yeah. they go next. How many horses do we save? Twenty five. Uh, all of none of none of the horses died because it Yay. did not get firework breath weapon off. Uh, so none of the horses died. Maximum least horse money. Gold. Oh, if you can successfully handle twenty-five to thirty horses, we'll see how many horses. We've got Monty. We'll be fine. Well, that paper bird just send it to the stables, or you know, I, I do have one. The capable hooves of horse lips. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you all so much. As always, be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everyone. Night. That's all we have time for today, but you can catch more of our adventures every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or you can continue tuning into the podcast, which releases every Sunday on a one-week delay. Hope to see you then. Have a great one. Rock punch.